The Poorly Made Police podcast is for entertainment purposes only. This podcast has explicit content and is meant for mature audience. The views expressed on this poorly made podcast reflect the opinions of the guest and host. They do not reflect the opinion of any department or entity. Nothing on this poorly made podcast should be construed as legal or marital advice. If something offends you, I kindly invite you to lighten the fuck up. If you want to support this very poorly made podcast, click the link at the end of the description and become a monthly sponsor of the podcast. Or buy yourself some nice poorly made police memes merch. Not only does it look good on you, it's also a favorite of wives, exes, children, nurses, nuns, IA investigators, defense attorneys, and the chief. And of course, take care of the fine sponsors of this podcast. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the orgasmic sound of a crown vic. Oh, hey there. Welcome to the 66th version of the Very Poorly Made Police Memes podcast. I am your host. I think my name is Gary. I don't know. It's hard to keep track, you know, with all these names and aliases and stuff like that. You know, I wouldn't need an alias if I used Officer Privacy. We'll get into that in a second. But uh, thanks for joining me, guys. I hope you're recovering from the St. Patrick's Day madness. I'm old, so I still feel like shit. Although... I uh, just had a pizza. You know, guys, no, I've been trying to lose weight, but I miss those carbs. They're beautiful. But anyway, enough about me and carbs. I don't want to take too much of your time before we get into the podcast. Uh, I think this is going to be the first time we visit Kentucky on the podcast. And this guy was a, was a good dude, had a lot of funny stories and a lot of good shit to talk about. And went, you know, you know how this podcast gets sometimes went through some shit through his career, but persevered through it and learn about tornadoes, we learn about cocks, we learn about a lot of stuff. So it was a good conversation, man. I think you guys will enjoy it. But before we get into the podcast, let's talk about Officer Privacy. All your Sunday podcasts are brought to you by OfficerPrivacy.com. If you're a longtime listener to the podcast, Christina Doggis was on before Christmas time, and she talked about how her uh, husband, Matthew, was completely fucking thrown under the bus. Something that happened to them when all this was going on is they had protesters show up to their house. You're in one of these critical incidents and your name gets released or leaked to the media. The first thing these uh, folks that don't like cops, what are they going to do? They're going to go on these people search sites and they're going to look up your name. They're going to look up your address. You're going to look up your family members and they're going to try and wreak havoc because that's what they do. But there's a layer of security you can put on yourself and that is officerprivacy.com. Now how they may help you may ask yourself. I'll tell you how. You can do it yourself. Officer Privacy created custom, easy-to-use software so you can quickly navigate through the top 30 people search sites and delete your information. They have instructions for each site and include a simple way how to keep track of it all, and they provide access to their software free for 14 days. It's plenty of time to go through the sites and remove your information. Or you can sign up for their premium service. The premium service takes care of everything for you. You sign up, and OfficerPrivacy.com staff of current and former U.S.-based law enforcement officers will remove you from the top 30 people search sites. Then they monitor the sites, and if you show up again, they'll remove you again. So go check them out, officerprivacy.com. Very quickly, before we get into the band, I want to thank everybody for the uh, 
everything that everyone's doing to uh, help support this podcast. I'm uh, very fortunate to be a pretty newer podcast, and I think we're doing pretty good. Word of mouth is huge, posting about it, interacting when I have the uh, polls and shit on Instagram and Facebook. It really helps out, get the word out there. So keep doing all the things you guys are doing. I appreciate it. And honestly, all the feedback's good for me. Even if it's negative feedback, I want to hear it because I want to make this the uh, best possible thing I can for you guys. So now in a uh, somewhat of a lucky stroke here, eh, stroke, the band we're going to play happens to be from Kentucky. They're based out of Lexington, and that's Black Top Radio. The bass player is a 12-year officer, and we're going to play their song, A Taste of Your Own Medicine. Check these guys out, and we'll be right back with my friend from Kentucky. And now welcoming to the dungeon, the man, the myth, the legend, a man from Kentucky, a man drunk on bourbon. I have Jeff. How are you, I'm buddy? Jeff. Good, man. How are you? I'm good, dude. Uh, I'm just uh, living a dream, man. You're uh, my second in uh, one day. I'm. Uh, if you, yeah, that's uh, that doesn't said. happen. Oh, yeah, you know that's right. God, man, the two in one day, man, once you get old, it's it's a little tough to pull off. But, you know, uh, I like that Toby Keith song. I'm as good as I was once. Or I'm as good as I once was. And I'm good once as I ever was. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I oh, got goodness. the I've really had a theme of the uh, George Bush isms going on lately. But Jeff is a uh, cop out in the fine state of Kentucky where the bluegrass is just there for miles and miles. As far as you can see, there's bluegrass everywhere, everywhere, yeah. everywhere. It's, you know it's what's total bullshit blue. though is is Kentucky <laughs> bluegrass isn't actually blue. No, no, I I don't. They say if you look at it a certain way, you can see like a blue tint to it, or you know, I don't know. I, I've never understood it. Do you have to like turn your head sideways and kind of look at it the right way and then maybe you see it? I've never cared enough to be honest. The only time I really see it is when you're, you know, in a store, you see grass seed or something and it has Kentucky bluegrass on it. It's about the only time. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but when you talk, there's almost like a rattling sound. A rattle. Uh, Mate, how's that? Is it any better? Oh, way better. Sorry, I just lifted the microphone on the headphones up. I think it was sitting on my shirt. Oh, okay, all good. Oh yeah, that's definitely what was happening. Is every yeah okay? Um, I'll edit that all out. Don't worry, or I'll leave it because I'm an asshole. Either way, it's poorly made. It is poorly made. There's no fucking expectations, and especially since I didn't edit the last one, now I I can do whatever the fuck I want. Now I don't have to. There's no expectation anymore. The possibilities are endless. Endless. You're going to hear me say um and like so many more times than you normally do. (laughs) Now, I did want to talk about Kentucky a little bit. I drove out there uh, about a year ago, maybe 10 months ago, 11 months ago. 
I really liked it. It was part of my journey of the United States to see, check out different places I'd never been to see if I'd want to live there. And Kentucky and Tennessee were definitely places I really liked, but Kentucky, I would say, I I don't want to say it's the nicer of the two. I I think they're pretty comparable. Is that a fair assessment? Kentucky and Tennessee are kind of similar States. Yes. Yeah. Oh, where I'm at anyway. I mean, the geography is the same out East as the mountains out west is flatlands so yeah it's about yeah it's about the same mountains you fucking people you guys don't even know what fucking mountains are it's um, appalachian mountains i didn't name them all right well we got, <laughs> we're gonna get into some west virginia talk in a second here um your fucking cousins out there but yeah kentucky it just struck me as just like this beautiful place now when i drove in it was night and i think we came in through Louisville, I think. All right. Well, I got to so stop came- you right now. It's not Louisville. It's not Louisville. It's Louisville. Louisville. Oh, fuck off. So <laughs> when I have my fucking Louisville slugger, by the way, if, if you're a man, you use a wooden bat. I'm just saying. I'm um, that's what I'm, that's why I'm trying to teach my, my kid. My kids is fucking use a wooden bat. You'll be a legend. But I, uh, Anyway, Louisville, Louisville. What did you say? Say it one more time so I don't fuck it up. Louisville. 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 Like, like Louisville. It's Louisville, you fuck. And if uh, anyone from Kentucky is going to be like, yeah, he's right. Since when did anybody give a fuck about the opinion of anybody from Kentucky? Let's be honest here. <laughs> well, we make the bourbon, so. A lot you do people. make the bourbon, and you also made the turtle himself, Mitch McConnell. So I love the turtle. The t- just because he looks good- like a turtle. He's just, he's such a good turtle. He looks like the dude from uh, ah, Master of Disguise, right? Turtle, turtle. I actually uh, ran into him once uh, working, and I said, uh, uh, good morning, Senator. And he responded with, uh, <laughs> he just grunted. <laughs> That's all I got. Oh, man, I thought you were going to say he was going to respond with turtle, turtle. You set yourself up with, like, the fucking perfect joke, and then you just... No, no, flat. the man The man looked at me straight in the face and went, Ugh. Did right. he really? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mitch McConnell, go fuck yourself. Support <laughs> your boys in blue, you stupid cuck. Anyway, but I came in, whatever the name of the city that I'm not going to pronounce right, and you're going to be offended, and I... I was looking at a map before we recorded because I wanted to know where the fuck I landed, but we, we ended up driving yeah. through cause we were trying to get a little, little bit further East and the kids were sleeping and we, we didn't stop till midnight and we, it was a nice hotel right off the interstate and there was a mother fucking white castle, a fucking white castle. I could not, I cannot express to you my excitement of fucking having white castle. Cause I thought they were only like way East and I was so oh, excited. No. And my wife's like, no, no, we're not. And I was like, fuck. Yeah, we are. I don't care about the kids at this point. We're getting white castle. <laughs> so we fucking ate white castle in the hotel room at like midnight. And my, my oldest thought it was pretty good. The other kids are like, this isn't that good. And I'm like, you're not my children. It's amazing. So where I'm at, we actually don't have any close. Um, and where I'm thinking you were at is actually farther from me than Tennessee is. So we actually have to go down to Tennessee to get uh, White Castle, I think, is the closest spot for us. And I didn't even know it was there. Yeah, that was a very pleasant surprise to find some White Castle. But 
my other observations of Kentucky, the the state highways are fucking wild. And I think this is a back east thing because I think they're all kind of like older routes. There's mm-hmm. no fucking shoulders. Nowhere there's shoulders anywhere on the highway. <laughs> and you're just driving through this beautiful countryside. And then all of a sudden in the middle of a field is a fucking dollar general. There's no town. Oh man, they're everywhere. Field in a dollar general. Oh yeah. They, uh, I, I don't know why they just pop up. Like you'll, you'll just be driving around some back ass country roads, little two lane roads and it'd be, you know, nothing, nothing. But it's either a dollar general or dollar general coming soon. That's yeah. all. It's they're like every, like 10 miles you know and i not to like name drop but i i sent a message to officer baker i don't know if you follow him yeah i was like bro what the fuck is up with all these dollar general he's like a fucking funny dude but by the way like he's one of the dudes that's been around social media for a while like he's a great fucking dude but yeah it's um that fucking cracked me up but i've never met him but I, i work with a guy who went to the academy with him and he said he's he's just a super guy yeah like a all the social media people um, that I've come across and I, I don't fucking leave the dungeon. So I don't know any of them personally, but right. you know, donuts, a fucking super cool dude. Popo medic obviously is a very super cool dude. Um, Baker is fucking awesome, man. He's a, he's a fucking solid dude, but yeah. Anyway, enough name dropping since I'm so popular. Well, at- I'll tell you, you need to um, Kentucky ballistics actually used to work with him. He is a former uh, police officer from where I'm at and he does uh, shooting videos and on YouTube and he actually uh, left uh, police work to be, to do YouTube full time. Sounds like a guy I know, except on a podcast. Now, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is up with the Northeast part of Kentucky, which really should just be part of west virginia it was fucking sketch as fuck bro man i i don't know if if that river wasn't there it would be west virginia we don't you know i know a couple guys that work out there and it's 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 a different world if you if you took where louisville is and you drew a line just just straight down the middle of the commonwealth or the state um and it if you looked at the western part and the eastern part it's just two totally different worlds yeah, the the eastern part was a little interesting, and I, and I find it weird into like the far northeast part when you were really up to West Virginia. But mm-hmm. there was a, and I can't remember the name of the town, but we went up kind of driving around because my wife, you know, found a place she could have worked there, and we're looking around. And our big thing was we wanted to find a place with land, which of course we didn't buy a place with land, but you know how that works. But we're driving through the the hills, and they're really pretty, but there's all these fucking burn up trailers and shit. And I'm like, how many fucking meth fires were up here? Like at least three, but. Oh, more know. than that. I mean, they're all over the place. It was just, it was well, beautiful countryside and there's just trash everywhere. Well, see, you always got to go with the, the at least cause you're never wrong. Yeah. At least is, is a safe assumption. And then <laughs> West Virginia, man. I don't even know what to say about West Virginia. I'm sure I'll have a cop from West Virginia someday and he can change my mind, but West Virginia's fuck sketch. Yeah, you'll have to uh a lot of those guys out east and uh West Virginia and then that uh western part of Virginia, not West Virginia, and East Tennessee, you'll probably have to like figure out a way to put some subtitles on if they talk because <laughs> it's it's wild. 
Yeah, and don't get me wrong, West Virginia is a, it was beautiful. I mean, like oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, yeah, but it you guys you call them fucking mountains out there. There ain't no fucking there's no mountains to be seen. I mean, those are just big fucking hills. That is where the term hillbilly came from. <laughs> I hear the banjos now. The oh yeah, paddle faster. Paddle much faster. Much go faster. Must go faster. Jurassic Park <laughs> reference there for you. Um well, enough about me and my dumb fucking stories. I did want to give you a shout out because, and of course, I don't have the fucking can, but you, uh, you, you got to my heartstrings because you sent me out soda pop, and that's really like if you if people want to be on the podcast, you just gotta send me soda pop, <laughs> and so or liquor or something uh, else. But this fucking soda with makers is really fucking good, man. What, what is the soda called again? Oh yeah, so. Uh, we call it here. We call it LA. Uh, the actual name for it is, and here's my plug, um, L81. And what it stands for is a late one. And it, I think if you look on a carton, I'll tell you a little bit about it. But that is like a, a Kentucky staple. And that is that is what I use, uh, like when I'm just hanging around the house, if I want to drink. Like I just had one right now. I had a Weller, and uh, which I know some of my Commonwealth friends are going to be like why did you mix the weller but it is what it is i bought it i'll do whatever the fuck i want with it um but that is one that is kentucky staple it is the grace greatest bourbon mixer there is it's a it's it's a cross between like a sprite and a ginger ale yeah that was where i was gonna put it it's almost like the uh modello of soda pops yeah i don't know if you've ever yeah. had a modello but i have yeah, I, I would say it's like the Modella soda pop for sure. Which, by the way, is it soda or pop or soda pop in your part of the it, country? It's uh, so this is gonna blow your mind. It's all Coke. It's all Coke. <laughs> yeah. It, so yeah. When you, you go to the fucking restaurant and you're like, I'll have a Coke. They're like, Okay, what kind of Coke? Uh, Dr Pepper. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Like, uh, like, like you want to like. So if you're around the house, you know, you're like, Hey, you want a Coke? Like, yeah, it's just whatever soda you got. But if you're at a restaurant, you know, you'll say I'll have Dr. Pepper or a Coke or a Diet Coke or something like that. But to to be honest, like for me, I don't really drink a whole lot of soda. I'll drink the shit out of some sweet tea. But as for soda, you know, if I if I do get one, it's a Coke. I know you country fellas are big on your sweet tea. And oh, we yeah. have not talked about policing at all. We'll get there at some point. Do you guys get really fucking weird when somebody has unsweet tea? Like, is that offensive to you? Uh, so like the first time I traveled out of our area, um, I think I was in Chicago and I was like 13 or 14. And, uh, I was like, can they, you know, they asked for a drink where I was like, do you have, you know, sweet tea? And she looked at me weird. She's like, well, we have like tea and, and Splenda. And I'm like, no, no, immediately. No. Um, so, uh, not really offended just because we understand it's more of a sudden thing. Uh, I would say more delighted when we go somewhere that we're not expecting it and they have it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not against sweet tea, but I don't, for, for me, at least, especially guy like I'm going to try to cut back on soda, but I need a little pick me up Yeah, and I don't want the sugar or regular tea is just fine, but it is a little bland. Yeah. You gotta you gotta throw about eight eight cups of sugar in there, you know. Yeah, taste the diabetes. That's yes, the flavor of the beeties. Well, enough about Kentucky and diabetes, which go hand in hand. 
Let's talk about policing, man. What was uh, I like to I want to try and start out a little bit different direction than I normally do. What was your why to get into policing? What what was your inspiration? So uh, none of my family were into policing, um, to be honest. They kind of tried to steer me away from it. My dad really wanted me to go into business. He was in business. And my mom is a school teacher. um, But I'll be honest with you, I don't even remember when it started. But you'll talk. I mean, I live in the same town now that I did when I was in elementary school. But ever since I was five, man, just something about being the police just stuck to me. I don't know if it was the lights or the cars or the badge or the shiny stuff. It's just what I always knew I wanted to do. And I'll, I'll have, hell, I had a lunch lady stop me in Walmart one day. He's like, well, you know, I see you. You're the police now. I remember when you were five wanting to do that. And I'm like, yep, yeah, here we are. So That's I wish awesome, I had a man. better story for you, but, I, I, you know, I really don't. Uh, no, some people are drawn into it. How long have yeah. you been a cop for? Uh, about eight years. I'm coming up on eight years. Seven oh, the glory time. The oh, glory yeah. Time. Now, so you you have on about as much time as I had on. Mm-hmm. I presume in your eight years, the job has changed quite a bit, huh? Yes. Yep. Is sure policing did. in Kentucky, is it, I mean, are people friendly towards cops in Kentucky? Do people like cops or is it kind of depend on where you're at? I think that's kind of the lesson it, I've learned. Yeah, it, it really depends on where you're at. Where, um, so out in the rural, rural areas um, where we're at, you know, our support is, is great. I mean, they have billboards up, uh, you know, we stand with you with blue lines, you know, you'll get meals paid for discounts everywhere. Um, the, the problem you run into is when you go to your big cities like Louisville, Lexington, uh, up near Northern Kentucky, like Cincinnati, places like that. But even then, you know, the, the, the good people out here far outweigh the bad. Um, unfortunately it's the turds that we deal with, you know, more obviously, but there, the support here is, is great. And that comes, you know, from, um, at this point, I'll say lawmakers, uh, you know, governor who, who have it, you know, our support is, is pretty good here. That's good to hear, man. I, so I would say is Kentucky a place where policing is dead or is it still alive? Oh no, it's, it's very well alive as long as you don't work for a little more like <laughs> Other than that, you are good to go. Yeah. Which, uh, Louisville, did I say it right? Did I get it that time? You did. You did. You got it. It seemed nice enough driving through at night, but I mean, like I said, it was pretty late and I, you know, driving along the waterfront and shit. You know, I, it just uh, depends on where you go. It's like any big city. Yeah, I, I'm sure it is. I mean, that's the thing is, you know, we have all these big cities and they're, like, oh, they're a fucking shithole. You know, Denver's a fucking shithole. There's still nice places in Denver. I mean, you know, you can't mm-hmm. go downtown anymore, but there, there are still nice places. So you can't, you know, the whole town is in a shithole. But, I, you know, like it was just kind of surprised me that that town, it didn't it didn't have the feel. And I know this makes no sense, but hear me out. It didn't have the feel as a place in turmoil, which it pretty much is, right? Uh, I think it's getting better during the the uh, Breonna Taylor riots and and all that. It it got pretty bad, but um, I think it's it's getting better. They restored order and you know able to get it cleaned up. It's it's a it's a nice town. I mean, we've been there. I can't tell you how many times. And it's 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 nice. 
But like any city, like you just said, it you know depends on where you go. So was the Brianna Taylor thing the big catalyst for change in law enforcement in Kentucky, or had it happened before? Or? Uh, you know, I'd say that that probably was that was that was the big um, change, and and I say big change because not a like a whole lot changed, but um, you know, with with new laws they're trying the new bills try to be introduced to counteract stuff and, and stuff like that, which aren't anti-police uh, mind you. It's just stuff like, okay, no, no knocked warrants, which I, you know, knowing about the case that I, I don't understand because they knocked enough times to where a neighbor actually came out and yelled, they ain't coming to the door. So, I mean, they, they knocked them out. So. Facts don't but, matter. But, Sir. Yeah, of, of course. Yeah, they, they don't matter. But uh, but I I hate to I hate to say big change. I, I would say there was a change, but it, nothing, you know, drastic. So what type of changes have you seen in the last eight years? You know? uh, I'd say, you know, um, like courtesy stuff, like I'll, I'll use an example, like I got in trouble more for yeah, we we had a pursuit. It was like multi-county, like forty-eight minutes long, and uh, we we ended up the guy ended up getting pitted, and I got in more trouble for calling him uh, a dumb motherfucker than I did for punching him in the face. So it's all about the image, more or less. I'd say it was the big change since that is is people protecting their images. Now, I, I just out of curiosity. And I think it's enlightening for people, especially not cops, to hear the context of it. At what point during this did you call him a dumb motherfucker? When I said, you better not pull your hands away from me, you dumb motherfucker, and punched him in the face. See, there's context behind all of this shit. The people are like, oh, my God. the, the co-. There was a guy that you know was trolling the page the other day about, you know, you, you can't take being called names and you shouldn't be a cop. Look pussy you were never in a you've never been in a fight in your fucking life shit gets said during a fight well i should add that this you know this guy's ran you know one of my friends off the road one of the guys i work with off the road and threw a gun out during this pursuit so you know in my defense he was being a dumb motherfucker but (laughs) i i shouldn't have said it because and and i'm one to admit when i'm wrong and i was wrong i shouldn't have said it um you know and and, and it's all about perception. Let's say, you know, something happens and I, you know, a shooting happens. If I'm calling this guy a dumb motherfucker, can, and, and this goes to a civil trial, are you going to be able to say that I was in control of myself? And, the, and that's how it was explained to me. And I say I got in trouble. It, you know, I got written up, but it wasn't like days off or nothing like that. And that's how they explained it to me. And I was like, yeah, you know, totally get it, understand. And since then, it hadn't been a problem. You know, I've, you know, watched myself, but you know, stuff like that, more about image and everything. Well, yeah. And we talked about that. God, I don't remember who was on the podcast, but we, we talked about, it wasn't that long ago. I should really remember, but we talked about people cussing and and being out of control. Yeah. You you see these body cameras, people are just totally fucking out of control, but at least in my, my humble opinion, there, there is a time and place for tactical language. And there's also, you know, the heat of the moment you say dumb shit, with that said, I mean, you still have to, it's all about getting better, right? But right. My humble opinion on that type of stuff is, you know, hey, slap the pee-pee. Hey, dude, 
this is this is why, right? The next time it happens, okay, now we you know we write up and we do things like that. I I'm a big fan of progressive type punishment, and I even hate the word progressive progressive because you know people hijack that like every other word, but like AOC. AOC, yeah, that's just that's the way uh, I'm very AOC on cussing at people. And, yeah, um, I'm very socialist about it, and I don't know what I'm talking about. But you know, and, you know what I'm and saying. There's now? a difference. Yeah, and, and there's a total difference. You know, if you're giving commands and someone ain't listening, and you're and you're, you know, show me your hands, you know, or I'm gonna tuck and you know stuff like that, or show me your fucking hands, stuff like that. I, you know, I understand that, but you know just calling someone names for the sake of calling them names because you think it's going to make you look good to your buddies or whatever, make you seem like a badass. You just, you just don't, you know? No, you so don't. And absolutely. It, you're right. Honestly, I, I think it, in a way, it makes you look like a child. I, I totally understand that, that certain people only respond to being talked to in a certain way, but you have to have that level of courtesy with them as well. And you have to be in control. And if you're losing your shit and screaming and cussing, you know, are you in control? Absolutely. Yeah. So basically, it's really not that bad in Kentucky, is what you're saying. No, this is this is God's God's green earth over here. Beautiful, and you guys have the bourbon, man. Do you guys have a healthy rivalry between Tennessee between the between the whiskey and the bourbon? So, um, I actually, uh, you had a podcast with a guy from Tennessee on here. Like and he'll t- and he will even tell you that Kentucky bourbon is far superior to Tennessee whiskey. Do you know him? I don't know him. I just heard it on the on the. Oh, podcast. did he say that? Okay, <laughs> he did. Yeah. You know what? You fucking like probably circled that and recorded it, and you're like, I'm gonna have that on standby if I ever get on because I'm gonna shit on Tennessee the first chance. No, I no. I'm hey, I ain't gonna shit on Tennessee. Tennessee's got a lot of good stuff. Just yeah, not, Tennessee has know. some good stuff, except for Memphis. Memphis is not good. Nah. Well, it again depends on where you go. You know, I I really enjoy going to Memphis. I've been there uh, tons of times to their Memphis and May festival, hanging out on Beale Street. You know, but I think I I said earlier we're actually closer to Tennessee where we're at than Louisville, so we go to uh, to you know Nashville pretty often. That's one place I didn't make it to, and I kind of wished I did. But people oh, yeah. said Nashville's really changed over the last twenty years or so. Uh, well, depends on which way you like your change. I don't, I don't know how they said it changed, but I, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed Nashville. I think, I think we are actually maybe headed there tomorrow. Look at you, man! You got a nice little Sunday together. You know, maybe going to Home Depot, Bed Bath and Beyond. You know, Nashville, uh, Tennessee. You never know. Yeah, that's it. Now. Let's talk about training in Kentucky. Is yeah. what's the training requirements to be a cop in Kentucky? Like kind of the ballpark. So Kentucky has uh, one, two, three, five uh, separate uh, police academies. Um, Louisville has their own. Lexington has their own. State police has their own. I think Bowling Green actually now has their own. And then you have uh, what's called DOCJT, which is uh, at Eastern Kentucky University, which just kind of on a tangent makes no fucking sense at all because it's it's in Richmond, but you can literally go three more hours, two or three more hours east. <laughs> it's not actually even in East Kentucky, um, but that is at Eastern Kentucky University, and uh, that's uh, I think 
state police is 24 weeks, and then everyone else is 23 weeks at the academy. And uh, Louisville, Le- I-, I think Lexington is two. State police are uh, still the paramilitary type. Um, and then uh, I know state police is, and I-, I don't know if Louisville's done away with that since Brianna Taylor um, or Lexington. And I'm not sure about Bowling Green's because it just opened like in the last year or two. But DOCJT is more of like a, a college setting, uh, if that makes sense. No. Okay. So if, if you're going to be a cop in anywhere else besides those four places, you're going to go to the main one? Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you have to be certified before you become a cop or do you get hired and then they send you out to the academy? It depends. Uh, some places – hire you and then send you some places like sheriff's office will hire you. And then in Kentucky, you actually have a year after your hire date to go to the Academy. So you could work, uh, you know, essentially on the road for nine months before you even go to the Academy. A bunch of these rural departments actually have some guys that do that. I, I've heard that several other places. That's it's insane to me in Iowa, I believe is the same way. Oh, it blows my mind. It, can it's you imagine, incredible to can you imagine like going to a domestic and not having any academy training or or getting a DUI and being like, hey, can, can someone come help me? I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, I'm not. And I get it. There's all these little agencies that need cops and they have yeah. limited resources and the state has limited resources. But fuck, we got to do something better. I mean, that's just fucking unheard of. Colorado is a place you can't do that. You got to be fucking certified before you go out. Um, well, you're so talking about, you know, I, I I don't know how many, you know, uh, guys you had on, on your department working, you know, a, a typical shift or how, how big your town or anything was in Colorado. But like in Kentucky, you'll go work, a, you know, you can go to a county out here and you can have sometimes one or two guys out. And that's all you got for the whole county. And they don't have a city police. That's all you got all all night or all afternoon. But there's not a bunch of assholes in Kentucky, right? I mean, except for, the uh, state. I mean, we have our fair share. I mean, it's rednecks like to do crazy shit, man. Just like anyone else. Now they don't. let's explore the rednecks a little bit. Cause we haven't really talked about rednecks on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Are rednecks. Here's my, my viewpoint on rednecks. And you tell me if I'm wrong, I, I could be completely off. Rednecks are idiots, but they're pro police idiots. Or am I off mm-hmm. on that? S- some of them. Um, you know, and when I have, say rednecks, I'm not saying like the fun type. I mean, like I'm talking like fucking you're talk- actual hillbilly rednecks. Are you talking like blue collar, or are you talking red like redneck? Like red redneck. Like I ain't been to school redneck. Well, I mean, so we have guys that have had you know two, three DUIs, but you'll still see out and be like, "Hey, brother, you know, I got your lunch for you. Really appreciate what you do. Uh, appreciate you coming up to to my aunt's house." working that burglary for like stuff like that. So like you can still arrest them. And, 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 you know, this is back to where that courtesy goes a long way. You, you know, I've arrested people and they've come up to me like, Hey man, I just want you to know, like you're the nicest guy that I, that I, has ever arrested me. So, it, and I tell everyone the same thing, you know, you're cool with me. I'm cool with you. So it, it kind of goes by man. It's all about how you treat it. It's all about a respect thing, but I'll say this about, you know, the rednecks too. It, and I'm, I'm trying to think of a more eloquent way to eloquent way to put this, but there's nothing really eloquent on this podcast, bro. Yeah. So uh, if you're a bitch, 
they're going to treat you like a bitch. If you come there and you look scared coming to a domestic or something like that, they're going to jump on you. They're going to take advantage of it. And they, you know, it ain't going to work out good for you. So, you know, it, but then you also have, uh, of course we call them, we just call them turds that, that are rednecks and they don't care about us. You know, they, they're like, they spray paint fuck 12 and swastikas all over the trailers and, and burn their trash every night and smoke the meth, you know? So. Hey man, that's America. Okay. My God. That's America yeah. right now. Burning your trash and smoking your meth. I can't think it. I think there's George Strait songs about that. How fucking dare you? Uh, you throw in a working on a four wheeler and revving it up till 4am. That's, that's some of them. That's, that's some of Kentucky for you. When are you supposed to fucking work on a four wheeler? Okay. Well, you you know. got to cook the meth during the day. And then you work on the four wheeler, okay, bro? There, there you Are go. You even a cop? If, if they're super redneck, if they're super out there, it's a three wheeler. That's how you know you've made it up the redneck hierarchy. I love it. I fucking love it. Now I'm uh oh really quick. Now I talked about the training a little bit. Is Kentucky, if you know, is that an easy place to lateral to, or you basically got to go through the whole academy no matter where you've been? I'll be totally honest with you. I don't know, but I've heard that it, it's not hard. Um, obviously, it depends on where you want to go. If you go, if you want to go to, again, Lexington, Louisville, or some of these other departments, you actually have to go through, or state police, you have to go through their academy. It doesn't matter if you got two years on or 20 years on. If you want to go there, you go through their academy. As far as these other ones, it's, it's, it's pretty easy. Um, I think we have a couple guys in the next to in the next county over that I think one's from California. Uh, we got guys from Arizona, um, and it it I think it all depends on the training in your state, and then you take that to um, you know our our state training, and they'll see if it's if it qualifies or not, and then you go from there. But I think if it does, it's like a two week legal update or something like that. You mentioned the guys from California and Arizona. I see Kentucky as one of these hidden gem type places. Cause I, in my impression, and, and I could be totally off is the climate is not bad. I'm sure it gets hot in the summer and a little sticky, but I mean, the winters, you guys don't get super cold winters or anything, do you? Well, I, we do, um, you know, something about Kentucky. We say, you know, it, our weather changes by week. Um, this week, alone every where I'm single at, fucking place. Has it. So, it's, so every. it's, it's been 70 today. Um, four days ago, it was snowing. So, you know, I know it snowed in Kentucky. You ruined my. Um, oh, yeah, man. Of yeah, we, we've had plenty of snowstorms here, and especially out east where the elevation's higher. It's, it gets even worse. Okay. Well, then fucking scratch that. But <laughs> it, I'll just go with it anyway. But, you know, the guys coming from other places, are you seeing that where people are escaping some of these? shithole cities and coming out to kentucky I've, to enjoy the country life yeah i've seen it more in the last couple of years because you know you could go um i don't know if i'm sure other people do just get on zillow for shits and giggles then you're like oh look there's a two-bedroom one bath thousand square foot house for five hundred thousand dollars where for five hundred thousand dollars here you could get you know 20 acres in a mansion so um, it's, it's people come here, um, spend less money 
enjoy it. They get their land. You know, we have lakes, rivers. You can do all the outdoors and you want to. And it's, it's did you just call it, it outdoors? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. That that is the early contender for the name of the podcast, outdoors. Outdoors, and I like yeah, it. Yeah, that we'll see where this goes, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I I would have been totally happy if I landed in Kentucky. I mean, I I landed in Iowa, and I we didn't think we'd fucking move to Iowa, but here we are. And I, and I like it here. It's definitely I think Kentucky has the edge wise as far as you know the hills, and it's a little more scenic. But I mean, at least where I'm in Iowa, it's there are a lot of cornfields, but there are some hills. And there's some, water, well, so. it, you know, again, it, it, it kind of like, I got guys, uh, friends of mine that work out East and, and, and I'm out in the Western part and they call us uh, Missouri, which is because it's flat. And one of the jokes they use, cause it's flat out here. One of the jokes that they use out there is man, your dog could run away and you can still see him two days later, still running just cause where we're at, it, it's not hills. Um, and it's nice out here. I mean, like I said, we got the lakes, you know, summers are spent on the lake, winters are spent, you know, sledding and doing whatever on whatever little hill you can find. So, see, Missouri, let's talk about Missouri a little bit. Missouri, Missouri, as we, as we call it. Missouri is a beautiful state. It really oh, yeah. is. It's a fucking yeah. gorgeous state. I mean, the closer you are to Kansas, it's a little more Kansas y feeling, but. There's fucking green everywhere. There's hills. There's caves. There's fucking lakes. There's cool shit to do in Missouri. Just, you know, obviously St. Louis is a fucking shithole, and Kansas City isn't the nicest place, but Missouri's right. But you know, I'm standing up for Missouri right here. Okay, you know, I don't appreciate your northern brother or your eastern brothers ripping on Missouri. I was actually born in Missouri, so I could talk about Missouri. Oh, so if you got, it's like one of those things. Like I, I'm part Irish, and so I've never been to Ireland, but I can talk about Ireland. Absolutely. It is the okay. exact same. They're synonymous. But, um, <laughs> but uh, you, you know, if you go to like uh, Southeast Missouri, South Missouri, um, it's, yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. Nothing but, but, but woods and, and uh, fields. And like you said, lakes, rivers. I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous. And we actually go there um, once or twice a summer to, you know, float the river out there. It's a good time. It is a good time. Way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. But uh, fuck St. Louis, because that's shit all. Yeah, St. Louis is that's a whole nother monster for a whole nother fucking day. All right, let's take a quick second to hear from the fine people over at Refuge Medical. Refuge Medical, made in America, guaranteed forever. They've got individual first aid kits, multi-casualty first aid kits, vehicle first aid kits, basic first aid kits. They got all the components you need, and they have training. These guys have 33 confirmed life saved, including two dozen officers in the last two years. They use North American rescue components. They've been deployed on four continents with all the branches of the U.S. military. They exceed what your department is issuing, and it's designed to work with the Marchi algorithm. Find all this great stuff over at www.refugemedical.com. Use promo code PMPM for free shipping on all orders. Go check these guys out. Now back to the show. Now... When you hit me up, um, besides sending me things, because that makes me happy. It's you, way uh, your heart. <laughs> that how, that's how you win my heart, man, is uh, free shit. That's my favorite thing. You send me a fucking patch and some soda pops and some other cool shit, and you can be on the podcast too. But uh, you kind of had a hard time when you started. You lost some classmates right off the bat. Yeah. Um, within our first year, um, actually, well, the, the 
so we in my first year and a half we lost uh three three academy classmates and one one of which which was um after the first year it was an accident he actually he he fell off of uh, the roof of a barn when he was working on that um and ended up passing away um but the first two guys that I actually worked with whenever we first came out, we were all working together. Um, the first one uh, passed away in June, uh, June 23rd of 15 um, uh, with a car wreck. He was, he, uh, you know, he'd turn around on a reckless driver. I actually wasn't working at the time, but, but got, you know, got a call, came out, got my car and went to the scene um, and ended up, you know, passing away. Um, they're on the scene at the car accident. And then the, uh, the second one, uh, in September, um, he actually passed away on, on our, uh, on the first one's birthday in September. Oh man. Um, again, Academy classmate, you know, we're, we're still within our first year. We're still probationary. And, uh, he had stopped a guy, uh, on the interstate and the guy was suspended. He was, he was from St. Louis, which is, Again, part of my fuck St. Louis tangent, uh, big Black Lives Matter supporter, um, you know, marched in Ferguson like he was known for that. Um, and he was the guy ended up being suspended and he was actually trying to get him a hotel room because he had um, other juveniles and people in the car and he was getting a hotel room. That way he wasn't just stranded on the side of the road. Well, in the middle of that guy ended up um taken off on him um he had gotten uh he he then pulled over after a couple miles uh immediately exited a car and uh started shooting uh ended up you know hitting hitting my buddy uh and he ended up passing away from that so it was a it's definitely a rough rough year year and a half um and uh you know definitely was a wake up call as well of uh you know because when you first come and you're the police it's you know they drive fast shoot guns you know you know tear shit up um it's definitely a wake up call about uh you know how how dangerous this job is and uh it's very uh makes you grow up pretty quick because I, I know you talked about um you know you couldn't have been a, a cop when you're 21 22 well, i actually started the academy a month after my 22nd birthday and i was man i was i'll tell you i was immature so that you know again with the wake-up call made me grow up but it it was definitely a rough rough year with that um terrible way to grow up unfortunately yeah it it, it is it is um and i hate it but you know we we remember them you know every day um we keep in contact with their families they're they're still um they're they were great guys and, 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 and we uh, hated to lose them and we still hate to lose them. So, but yeah. Now I don't want to kind of put you in a weird spot, but I, I think yeah. it's an important thing to hear is not everybody's experienced that. And, you know, I still worry about it. You know, I have a lot of friends and, and I've made right. friends throughout the country and, you know, like I see these line of duty deaths and I'm like, fuck, I know this guy followed the page and, you know, if I've interacted with them and shit like that. And so it, it sucks, man. It really fucking sucks. But can you, I mean, do you have any wisdom for people as, as far as like kind of powering through that loss? Uh, the best, the best wisdom I could have is, is talk to somebody, um, you know, like with anything. And I, and I feel like that's a big problem that, 
a lot of guys have is they don't, you know, they like, oh man, you know, I'd see, seem weak. And, and I'll be honestly, that's part of how I was, uh, I guess, raised was, you know, you know, if you talk about it, you keep it in and, uh, and as you know, just the old school way, but man, you gotta let that stuff out. You gotta talk about it. And, uh, this sounds so silly saying it, but man, tell silly stories about these guys, you know, remember these guys in a positive light, you know, don't, don't remember that terrible incident or remember uh, funny stuff they did in the academy or while you're working with them, tell stories about them, keep their memory up. You know, the, the best thing that I found to do to combat that is, is just talking and it, you know, it could be with your wife, girlfriend, uh, you know, boyfriend whoever to work colleagues you i mean hell talk call call your mama talk to your mama you know anybody will listen to you, these people care about you and that's what we're here for so you just got to talk about it can't hold that stuff in absolutely man just fucking saying shit just really helps out a bit i uh i was on a podcast a little while ago um the staff assistant fuck i hope i said it right and um she's a you know clinician type person and she basically you know made me talk and shit. And at the time I felt really weird about it, but after I said it, I felt fucking great just to kind of get some of that shit off my chest. And even though it was kind of a public forum, it felt good to say some of this shit. So man, I'll tell as stupid as it fucking sounds, man, just fucking saying it makes you feel so much better. I mean, you know, it it sounds dumb and you don't want to, I mean, man, I I did, you know, I I went to college psychology, you know, I got, I got a degree in it and it's, and that, you know, all four years, it's, hey, you know, uh, you know, counseling and talking is the best way to handle almost any situation with mental health, whether it to be, you know, uh, depression, anxiety, whatever. Um, talking about it is the way to do it. And still, in my mind, I'm like, man, you know, hold this shit in. But I mean, you let it out. That is, that is the way to go because no one no one can see what's going in your head and no one can understand you until you let it out. Absolutely. Just, and this is a weird thing that popped in my mind, but it's, it's kind of hard these days too, where, you know, I think we're getting over the stigma, right? Like, all right, it's cool to talk and and say things, but our society is kind of in this weird place where if you say the wrong thing to the wrong person, it's, it can be problematic. Absolutely. I don't want to, I don't want to like poo poo because it is like, you need to go talk to somebody, but I would also caution you like, Maybe sometimes some of the shit isn't stuff to put on social media because you may some say some shit that's um is not intended to be fucked up, but it could be seen as fucked up. And yeah, I don't know. I I'm kind of a big believer in you know say something, talk to somebody, but make sure you trust who you're saying because there's nothing worse than saying something to somebody that's really personal and you get it out there and then it gets twisted and you know that kind of thing and i know this is kind of like out in left field but does that make sense you know what i'm trying to say oh it, it does because uh, i mean absolutely the last thing you want to do is, is you know talk to someone that that are just like a regular joe schmo or whatever and then you next thing you know a week later you're getting pulled into lt's office and he's like hey man i, I heard you know <laughs> something's going up with you so yeah you, you really gotta you really gotta i don't want to say watch who you talk to but talk to the people you care about most talk talk to the people that care about you the most that will understand you when you talk about it. you said that, that you exactly know, you perfect with. you articulated that way fucking better than i could have but you're exactly right talk to people that care about you yeah i love it man that's good shit yeah and obviously it's not on the same level but i i have a, a confident 
confiant. I don't even know how to say that, but confidant. I, confidant. I'm a fucking idiot. What am I? <laughs> I can't speak the English language, but here I am doing a podcast. Figure that shit out. But you're doing great. Social Spoiler media night. stuff. Like there's a dude that I uh, I talk to on a ba- regular basis because I know he understands and he cares and he knows that I care and I won't talk to anybody else about that shit because. I don't need to, right? Like, it just feels good to get right. that shit out. I don't need to go start shit with other people. Or, well, let's um, let's talk about happy stuff now because I'm done being sad for now. I love happy things. Happy things are the best. Um, so <laughs> it's not happy. I lied. Kentucky. <laughs> so Kentucky is a relative good place to be a cop, but the pay kind of sucked. Yeah, it's getting better though. Um, so there's there's legislation in right now for um so everyone kind of goes off of like state agencies and, it, and again like any anything it depends on where you go uh, northern kentucky guys are are you know making you know 60 70 grand a year if not more um and, and again that, our, and for I, context and, that's a lot of money right out there well it, yeah i mean if you talk to to your california guys they'll be like what the fuck I got to make at least, you know, 150. Well, yeah, that's because your, your two bedroom apartment is rented out for four grand a month. You got to think, you know, our rent around here, uh, it, well, if you're a cop, a lot of times it's either free or half off, which is pretty nice, but you know, our cost of living is super low. So, um, the, it, if you'd asked me this question a year and a half, two years ago, I'd say, yes, absolutely. It sucks ass. But, recently it's it's coming up it's getting better um i i mean i'm able to and have been since i've started able to live you know comfortably i don't you know i'm not eating filet every night but you know we're able to live comfortably Excuse going me, vacation good, sir. you're not eating there. filet every meal no. Good day. no you have to cut out the caviar and the lobster good sir well, just about two nights a week now not five you know? but, let's yeah. be real man i don't know how good I actually, I've never had caviar. It doesn't interest me at all. I think that's just a rich person food. I could be wrong. It actually ain't bad. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Really? Yeah. Um, I'll tell you a fun fact. Um, one of the uh, a lot of caviar that you can get uh, in the states actually comes from here in Kentucky. It's come. It comes from a uh, farm here in Kentucky where they have sturgeons, and it's only it's one of the few farms that uh, you can get it. And uh, so typically whenever you get the caviar, you actually have to cut the sturgeon open and, and get it out. This one, they figured out a way to get it out and keep the sturgeon alive. So that's something neat about Kentucky that you didn't know came from here. I feel like there's some sort of fucked up joke, but I'm just going to leave it there about how they keep it alive and keep it warm inside. But I don't know. Yeah. Just and fertilize it. it. You know, fertilize it's it. It. we're going to leave that one alone. <laughs> Low hanging fruit. So is uh, is your agency because things are getting better able to retain people? Are they or is Kentucky like everywhere else where dudes are just leaving because they're like fuck it? Um, it's it, you know we we haven't reached that point yet where guys are leaving because like they're scared you know of getting in trouble or or getting sued or nothing like that. Um, the pay is really what got guys to leave about a year and a half year year and a half ago two years, uh, but now that pay is going up. Um, we're having you know we're getting more guys hired and retention's getting better it's 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 getting better it's not there yet you know a lot of places are still understaffed but it is getting better all right so that's not so kentucky is that like the place where a guy has to have a side gig to survive 
depending. You know, you know, you don't have to. It depends. At, it, it, I word it like this: It depends on if your wife wants to stay home or not. If she wants to stay home, probably. If she's also working, you're good. Fair enough. I uh, not to go way off into a tangent, but I'm a big believer, and I I believe this before I started staying at home, which I mean I kind of work, but. I think it's good to have a parent at home, especially when the kids are little. Like I get when the kids are in school, like, you know, whatever. But, you know, summer times are always, is always interesting. But I, I don't know. I just think there should be a parent home raising the kids and the kids shouldn't be raised by a daycare. But that's that's the fucking unfortunate reality now is both both people got to work, man. That just is what it is. Yeah. And, I, you know, if you ask my wife, so our our daughter's in, in school. So, you know, she's gone during the day. And, my wife, you know, we, we've made jokes about it because, like, we're getting up. We got a raise coming up. She's like, oh, I can be a stay-at-home mom now. Like, hey, hey, hey. And, and she'd be like, you know, I, I couldn't do it. I don't know what the fuck I'd do all day. <laughs> like, I'm know, telling you, you right now, it's fucking something. awful. I lose yeah. my mind sometimes. Um, but, but you know, on that token, you know, everybody's different. You know, if that's what you want to do, you want to stay home, you want to get, the, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people around here go to college and get that MRS degree just so they can stay at home. So they get the what degree? MRS, Mrs. Like when you're married, you put MRS uh, in uh, front of your name. Uh, hey, yeah, yeah that must be a Kentucky joke. I didn't get it. No, oh, sorry. Jokes are really funny, um, except when you have to explain them. Uh, yeah. Hey, yeah. damn it. So, I lost my whole train of thought after that terrible terrible joke i'm sure whatever i was going to talk about which was super important will come I, I ruined it by a joke that only i got it's cool i thought it was funny there might be like three or four people out of the millions of people that listen that are going to think it's funny so don't worry about it man well something about you you did you went back to college right what did you get to get a degree in i did um so i went to college for four years um and while you were a cop right no, so I actually went to college straight out of high school, and then uh, I was taking what we refer to as a, a frat lap, um, which is that extra fifth year because you screwed around in college, so you got to go back for one more year. Extra and, Kentuckianisms uh, for y'all. Folks. There, that, there you go. So I was about to start that, and uh, I uh, my agency called me, and I didn't want to turn them down, so I, I went. And uh, at the time, whenever I hired, you know, their flyers were like tuition assistance and uh and pension and uh about eight weeks into the academy um uh, like yeah we don't fucking do that anymore i was like fuck <laughs> i'm already i'm already here so let's finish this shit out so i finished you know i finished the academy and i, and I worked for probably uh four or five years and uh then um it was like man you know i need to finish that degree you know i didn't get done i only had you know so many hours left so i, I went back and finished and you said that was in um, dance therapy, correct? Uh, underwater basket weaving, actually. That one is the hardest one to get, I've heard. I mean, that it's, takes a lot of talent. I mean, how many hours do you spend in the pool to do that? Enough. <laughs> At least four. Now, not to like shit on you, but <laughs> hopefully it doesn't sound like an attack. But so you mentioned earlier you got a psychology degree. Has that helped you out on patrol or do you have any future Absolutely. plans with it? Uh, absolutely. Um, which is kind of funny. My uh, stepbrother and his fiance are actually getting their doctorate degree and they're like, you need to do that. I'm like, fuck that. It took me, I literally went to college for more years than fucking Tommy boy. I ain't going back. 
I got I, that reference, by the way. Good. I'm happy. Um, I actually posted that picture whenever I put on Facebook that I graduated. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, with, it helps a lot. And I, and, I, and I remember when I was first, you know, going in law enforcement. And by that time, I, you know, made friends that were in law enforcement. They're like, hey, don't get a criminal justice degree. And, you know, at the time, I was like, why? You know, it seems like the the number one choice you want to be a cop. So I think about every swinging dick that comes out here with a, with a criminal justice degree, what you want is something that's going to stand out and also get something in case this doesn't work out, like not that you fail out, but you know, let's say something happens and, and God forbid you get hurt and you can't do the job anymore. You need something to fall back on. So um, I knew a lot, like I said, my dad was in business and he had a bunch of friends that were in business that had psychology degrees. So that seemed like the, uh, the obvious choice for me, not to mention that it's something that I could do. I could and, and do use while working. Um, and, uh, to, to add on that, my minor was actually in Spanish. Um, so, and I yeah. used the shit out of that. Okay. So, you know, and I, I, I use that as well. Sometimes I'm not, uh, fluent by any means but i can at least do a traffic stop or keep a decent conversation i had a buddy of mine call out one day and he was like uh, and if he listens to this he's gonna remember it so will the dispatcher but uh he calls out of radio one day he's like uh says my number he's like can you know can you speak spanish and i actually answered over the radio in spanish i said uh maso menos which means so 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 um <laughs> professional as shit right so uh as I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm going to route to you. Well, as I'm driving to him, he's only probably three or four miles from me. The dispatcher texted me and it said, uh, no fucking way you know Spanish. Because you know, <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. Uh, and, uh, and I'm like, all right, you'll see. So I roll up and whenever I did, I, I you know, my, uh, my uh, in-car camera was going. And, uh, you know, I had my microphone on and I, you know, helped him out, did the, did the traffic stop Spanish, found out where you're going, came back, you know, traffic stops over, got done with it. Well, I, I pulled that video back up and recorded it and sent it to the dispatcher, like, check this shit out. <laughs> and now you guys are married. Uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't feel... dip your pen in the company ink that i also got that reference and that is a fucking scientific fact but guys and gals cannot stop getting pins inked sorry yeah. i had i i had trouble with that one coming out more bushisms from poorly made police memes uh what's my name today gary more bushisms from gary now gary gary <laughs> gary jeff um we're falling apart man that bourbon is slightly ever so slightly getting to me just a little bit. Yeah, I always felt it. like a dick with the Spanish stuff though, because I I wish I would have paid more attention to that in high school. And I wish I would have, you know, everybody had the Spanish app on their phone like a fucking three years ago, right? Trying to learn Spanish. Right. right it would have right. been so fucking useful on patrol. And I always felt like such a dick hole calling an interpreter. But I felt and I could be totally off base but you know every department i'm sure has like a phone number you can call for like a language line or whatever yeah i felt those always got the story fucked up because i had a couple times where i called and then you know somebody spanish showed up and so the interpreters tell me one thing and then when the off spanish speaking officer gets there 
They're like, no, that's not what fucking happened. This is what they're telling me. So I'm like, well, what the fuck? So I feel so, like I don't know why that is. Yeah, I ran it. So Spanish is weird. There's a lot of things that better, you know, a lot of things are flip flopped. Um, like, so you would, how you would say something in English would almost be like you're saying it backwards in Spanish. So it would sound weird um, with a direct translation. So what, what I, I, I called an interpreter once and I was listening to her talk over the phone and I was like, uh, like I wasn't sure about it and I really wasn't confident about it. And uh, it's that, that saying of if, if you don't use it, you lose it is absolutely true with it. Um, Cause I, man, I used to be a lot better, but I, I remember um, her talking, I was catching things like, that's not what I said, you know? It's like it, it's it's around kind of what I said, but it's not exactly. And I need this guy to to follow the tip of my finger, using his eyes and his eyes only. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, you know, I uh, I I don't know. I, I if I have to use them, I will. Most times, I can get by with it. And a lot of and I'll tell you something funny. Something that I've found is, uh, you know, I've walked up to a traffic stop. Oh, and that no English. It's like, oh, you know, que pedo, you're down the ace. And they'll be like, oh, fuck, this guy knows Spanish. <laughs> and it's amazing how much better their English gets. <laughs> Whenever that you is, do that. My favorite is when you had a guy on the street speaking perfect English to you, right? Like English better than I speak it. And right. then when you get to court, he has like a, you know, the court appointed interpreter and you're like, come on, bro. Like, where are we putting on this show? This yeah. is a game, man. It's a fucking game. You heard me say, okay, Pedro. It's, it's so that's, that actually translates to uh, what the fart, but it's, it's, you know, like, I think it's actually Mexican slang for what's up. Really? So, and I assume that, you know, the interpreter, maybe they know like, you know, Spain, Spanish and yeah, go. And that's just it. You know, we got, you know, yeah. you'll get people from Guatemala, Venezuela, uh, Mexico, Mexico, uh, you know, Cuba, like which they speak Cuban, but a lot of them will also speak Spanish, but you know, the dialects just, just like, you know, uh, talking a guy from Louisiana doesn't talk the same as a guy from, minnesota so in the you have different isms with both of them so it's it's all kind of the same the same aspect of it yeah i i think yeah definitely i've, I've learned that during the podcast especially with you dickhead because you'll say ah, shit and i'm like what the fuck did he just say and then i'm like oh i think that's what it means you know the misdegree and all those good oh. things but I'm sh- yeah i'm sure it's the same in any other language right it depends on where you're at in the different slang and terms and stuff like that so that's why i think you know, things can be lost in translation. It's frustrating. I just, God, I always felt like such a dick because I feel, I feel like the Spanish speaking officers really get abused because, you know, not only do they have to respond to their calls, but if somebody <laughs> calls and says, Hey, can you help interpret? Then, you know, they, you know, they're kind of obligated to yeah. come help out. And I swear, dude, I know a dude and I, I don't know if he's going to listen to the podcast. I just found out he listens, but I'm calling you out, buddy. I think you spoke Spanish and you lied to all of us because you didn't want to speak Spanish all the time. And I get it. <laughs> I'm like almost fucking sure he did, but uh, he'll, he'll never admit it. And I hope to get a text message from him in a week and be like, fuck you. But you dick. You dick. Um, yeah. He's a fucking good dude. I miss you, buddy. Um, 
Well, shit, man. Yeah, that was a enlightening conversation about Espanol. Who would have thought the, this old boy from Kentucky speaking Espanol? That's what I'm saying. Like no one's, no one to, no one gets it. <laughs> is, is anybody sneaky? Yeah, there's a there's a couple dudes in my department that spoke such good Spanish, and they were white dudes, and it, you'd never know, never know. I think the shock factor is the funniest part about it. Yeah, not as old as I thought you were. Are you? Fuck are, you. No, no, I'm no, gonna sorry. keep that part in there just because. Fuck you. You, you fuck are you. older. I thought I thought you were like 32. To be totally honest, I said it wrong. No, you didn't. You're just fucking covering your. No, 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 no. Swear again, I did. Yeah. Now, for anybody tuning in, I just edited out a bunch of fucking bullshit so he could mix a drink, and then he fucking gets on here and starts calling me fucking old. You dick face. No, no. I'm not that old, old man. I got to tell you, 40 really bugs me. Yeah, I'm getting closer uh, and closer to that, and I don't know why that number just makes me feel like my life is over, you know? I turned 30 this year, so it's like you. Turned 30 this year. Oh, look at me. I'm young and full of bourbon. Fuck you. Sound like Kermit. That's what I was. That's my mocking voice. (laughs) How dare you? How long have you listened to this podcast? You don't even know what I'm all about. I listened to it, and I know how much, you know. What do you, what's the worst podcast I've ever done that you've listened to? I want to know. Uh, to, so, so I, the, first one. The, the only one I really didn't like, to be totally honest with you, was the uh, private police guy from, uh, I think it was North Carolina. So Are you something. fucking kidding me? That mm-hmm. was like one of the best ones. It was enlightening. I'll say that. I learned a lot because I didn't know about that. I don't know. I just, I just, something about it just seemed very odd to me. You don't like gay people? No, I, I like gay people a lot. Listen, we may fly the Confederate flag everywhere here, but I do love gay people. You know, I don't know I, if you know who Corey Smith is, but he's got a song saying I, I love everyone. So I feel that. I, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like sometimes we're like fighting these like battles for no fucking apparent reason, right? Like, who cares if people are gay? Like, why is why are we still talking about this? Like, yeah, who gives a like, fuck? But people still care. People still care no, what other people do in their bedrooms. Man, they do. Like, I don't care. As, as long as it ain't a kid, like you, you fuck whoever you want to. I don't give a shit. As long as you're good, you know, you're a good person. It ain't a kid. I, I don't give a damn. Me and my wife have a. We saw it on Facebook, but we say it all the time. People, you know, ask, well, "What's your political party or or views?" It's like, well, I believe that gay married couples should be able to guard their marijuana plants with AR-15. <laughs> yeah, that one always fucking cracks me up. Here's my my political stance of the day. Leave everybody the fuck alone. That's it. Leave them alone. Like, Just leave like people what? alone. Mind your own fucking business. You know, my my mom's a kindergarten teacher, and, it, and it's it, – she, she we talk about it, and it's like, you know, y'all kind of got the same rules as I have. If it's not hurting you, if it's not bothering you, don't fucking talk to me about it. <laughs> leave it alone you know i i don't know i'm still in a little bit of adam Crowe's thunder but I, I i really enjoy him and i listen to his podcast quite a bit and he, he always makes this point we're just finding problems just to have problems oh yeah don't get me wrong yeah. there are there problems in this country fuck yeah there are a lot of them are fucking man-made though like if we just left each other the fuck alone and, i mean like yeah. look at the news look at what's in the fucking news I mean, like top stories, you know, we have a fucking war in Ukraine and all this crazy shit's going on. But then like, you know, the next thing right under it or sometimes above it is 
Oh, look at what Pete Davidson is saying to Kanye. Yeah. What the fuck? Update. Pete Davidson comments on Kanye's Instagram. It's like, why do Ooh. I care? fucking cares like, why do we fucking idolize these people who gives a shit but man Sorry, people I'm do little, like I'm a little heated the bourbon got hey, a little heated, no, buddy. hey it'll do that all right we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back to the podcast i want to talk to you about my buddy brad williams over at police fit you guys see him on the page every single monday on poorly made police memes brad's gonna help the new applicants and active officers smash their fitness and regain their health brad has 11 years experience in the fitness industry 17 years in the military and is also a first responder. He's going to share his experience and expertise to help applicants get their dream job and help active first responders regain their health. That's Police Fit, and I'll have a link for you on the podcast description. Back to the podcast. All right, now let's let's kind of regain our focus. I don't want to talk about Pete Davidson and Kanye anymore, but Welcome. there was a big fucking tornado in Kentucky, man, which it was like late in the... It was in the winter, right? When it hit December, yeah. December Were you 10th, in that area, right, right before Christmas. So, yes. Uh, so that tornado uh, in Kentucky, I think it was. Uh, it, it was in Kentucky for 167 miles. That's um, and nuts, it went man. through um, almost. I, I think it almost made it to Louisville, and it started in in you know Arkansas, and it, and it went through uh, Arkansas. Uh, Missouri, Tennessee, and and us, and uh, but we and got it was all the, the same the tornado. Yes, yeah, that's yep. fucking wild, man. Well, I say that I think it briefly lifted up, but it's the same like cell, like it's all okay. the same thing. So, but uh, but yeah, um, it uh, it traveled through Kentucky. Um, I, I th- like I th- you may be able to look it up. I think I'm right. 167 and a half miles is what it was. Uh, just on a straight path of destruction. The EF4, um, I think we had, uh, we actually had a, a lady pass away from injuries a couple weeks ago, which brought our death toll up to 80. Um, that's and, wow. That's, I mean, that's crazy for a tornado in these times, right? With all the advanced warning. Right, right. And, um, well, the advanced warnings actually, you know, what, what made the death toll low. And um, to, you asked if it was in my area, it was so close to my area that uh it took the roof off of my house that i, so was I would say it was in your area if yeah you your roof. yeah my, yeah um and it was in in that my road where i lived um at the time i've, I've since moved is the only one with all the houses standing um the neighborhood next to me it's just concrete slabs it was just demolished um, uh, were you home when it hit so uh, we were home uh, when we saw it coming through um, through Missouri into Kentucky, and we were watching it on the news. And uh, so my mom lives probably about forty five minutes from where I lived at the time, and she has a basement at her house. Um, and we saw it coming, and we're it. And I'll tell you, is it? I'll tell you a weird story about it. We. Tornado sirens out here are are very common. No one up until that, no one really paid much attention to it, and that sounds terrible, but it's just something you know. You're like, oh, oh, no, wow, dude, whatever. I mean, it's like, totally a thing. I mean, it, it's, you just do the typical southern dad thing where you go step out on your porch, just watch a storm come in, listen to the sirens, and uh, we 
we're home. We have the news on. We're watching it. And uh, <laughs> my fiance, wife now, uh, fiance at the time was like, I'm hungry. Let's go get something to eat. So we, we actually go and get in my truck to go drive to town. And uh, we hear the siren go off. And we're like, ah, it's fine. <laughs> so we go, we go on and eat and come home and flick the news back on. And it's like, uh, hey, this is coming into, you know, uh, this is already made way into Kentucky. Everyone keep an eye on it. Like this has been on the ground. This is legit. Shit is going down. <laughs> so we're like, all right, you know, whatever. It'll die out. It'll fade. You know, it'll fizzle like everyone. It'll travel a couple of miles and fizzle out. Well, it didn't stop. And we looked at the track and the track was coming. Like they zoomed the map in on, in the news on the track and we could see our road name. And we were oh, like, shit. we got to go. And so I, I put, um, you know, everyone got into uh, my cruiser and we chucked ass to uh, my mom's house. And I put the dogs and wife, kid, the basement. And, uh, you know, from that point, you know, I, I'm listening to the radio like this is gone. This this neighborhood's completely gone. We got people trapped. We can't get EMS to them. We can't get, you know, just just call after call after call after call. And at one point, we actually lost contact with our dispatch because it, it, it you know, I don't know if they were taking cover. I don't know if something damaged the radio, but that that to me. Um, well, I, I'll ask this. Did, did you guys have status checks? Whenever you were like, if you were on a call for so many minutes, they like, yeah. Hey, yeah. You show up yeah. and within a certain time period, they make sure you're code for. Yeah. Our brass was status checking our dispatch because we couldn't get a hold of them. Damn. And that was like, Oh shit, this is real. So at that point, uh, the tornado was over um, right about the time I was about 10 miles from my mom's house. And I heard on the radio that the tornado was, was in my neighborhood and we were getting calls of like it had passed through and we were getting calls of people trapped. So drop them off. And we, and I, I immediately turned around and went back to my neighborhood the whole time. I didn't even know if my house was standing. I couldn't get a hold of my neighbors. I was like, Holy shit. I ain't got a house. My neighbors are trapped, you know? So, shagged ass back out there um we man what what should have been whenever i got there what should have been a, a five minute drive turned into a two hour drive because every 10 feet you had to get guys to cut up a, a tree like a huge ass tree into pieces and then get a tractor to move it so then you move another 10 feet and you got to do that and then you got power lines everywhere that are live and you got uh, gas lines that are ruptured from it and it's just you know mass chaos um and we had you know going house to house checking houses and we had guys um, there's a factory in one of the towns um and we had guys that actually saved people i wasn't there i was in a different area but they they're pulling people out of rubble from factories and, and whatnot you know getting them out um and it's Man, it, it took out a jail, a courthouse, uh, a, a whole whole cities and towns, just nothing but debris. It, it's just it's wild, and we're still, you know, obviously dealing with it today. Is something we'll be dealing with for years. That I fucking hate tornadoes, and I I sound like an ass when I said, "Man, eighty people," but based on what you described, yeah, man, it could have been thousands. Right? Yeah, yeah, and that's um, you know our our. Uh, 
meteorology team um, got like uh, Kentucky's highest honor, which is Kentucky Colonel, um, because of their life-saving efforts at night. Kentucky Colonel? Yes. Yep. It is an honorable position that is appointed by um, the governor. I I hate to be a dick and ruin the moment, but they got to change the name of that. That's what it is, man. That's why, I mean, that's why Colonel Sanders is Colonel Sanders because he got that appointment. Wait, so really? I'm, no I'm pretty sure. fucking shit. I mean, you I'm dropped like, a knowledge bomb or you fucking made it up, but all right, I'm done being a dick, but yeah, you're right. That's, <laughs> that's, but, a, that's crazy, yeah. dude. Now, is that a typical type, even in the summer, even during tornado time? I mean, do you guys, you guys get fucking tornadoes that big usually? No, this was this was record breaking. This is the worst natural disaster that that the Commonwealth has seen. Now, the last guy I had on because you kept saying Commonwealth, you said it like four hundred times. Sorry. I had a dude from Virginia that he didn't really understand why it was called a Commonwealth. Do you know why it's called a Commonwealth? Because I'd really like to know. Fucking Virginians. Um. So the, I think it was a Virginia. <laughs> yeah, it was Virginia. Yeah. So we have, uh, you know, we have our own constitution and everything, and it's really just how we. Um, the best way to put it is, is it's how we branded ourselves. It actually has no standing at all as our statehood. It's just it's it has to do with our constitution and how we became um, incorporated. Is how I come to believe it. So it's all about branding. That's it. I like it. I like branding. Plus, it just plus plus it just it looks cool as shit. Eh, I don't know. It's kind of long and annoying. Even though the only problem is if you. Uh, try to make an acronym for Commonwealth of Kentucky. It just spells cock. So it is what it is. <laughs> now we got the name of the podcast. <laughs> Thank you for that. I appreciate that. The now, only downside. Did you say downside to the cock? What? No, the only downside is that we're, it's cock. It's cock. But, you know. I like it. I wonder if they're going to take it down if I re I'm going to have to put like C and then a period O and then a period and then C and a period and then K and a period. Yeah. And then I'll probably get away with it at that point. We'll see. I mean, cost <laughs> not like that bad of a word. It's on the, like the minor league of a, it's a, a chicken, bro. Yeah. It's a chicken. Yeah. I love cocks. Um, I love cock meat. It's delicious. Um, speaking yeah, of cock I'm, meat, my neighbor's got a big black cock. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, i'm a child Be- all right before we talk about cocks some more i want to i did want to talk about the tornadoes and i just wanted to make a point as far as iowa goes that's to me i mean you know the humidity kind of sucks in the summer and there's like weeks in the summer you don't want to fucking go outside because it's so hot yeah we have that too uh the winters are kind of cold and windy the fucking naders man because there's nothing you can do you no. basically got to hope it doesn't hit your house and I haven't seen one since I've been here. And in fact, a guy that helped move me in that does uh, kind of like a distant relative. He was like, man, I've lived here for 40 years. I've never seen one, but it happens, right? It's like one of those things you have no control over. Just, I mean, like, a, I don't know, hour and a half from my house a week ago, got hit by a tornado and like yeah. family was killed. So yeah, you guys had a, yeah, y'all had a, y'all had a big one uh, too. And it, so the one y'all have is actually an EF4, which is kind of the same as, is like same size, I guess, in velocity, speed, whatever. I don't know. I'm not a meteorologist. I don't know how that goes. I just know it means bad. I think bad. I changed the definitions because it used to be based on the wind speed, but now I think it's based on the damage. Yeah. And uh, so uh, I'll say this. They, they, like, they're not super common, but they are common. Um, they're common enough to where, you know, I have seen 
uh, more than three in person. Um, we, I've uh, seen some naders in Colorado, but like Colorado tornadoes or baby tornadoes, except and anybody from Colorado remembers the one up in Windsor, I think 10 yeah. or 15 years ago at that point. That was a big fucking tornado, but the winds weren't even that fast. It was just fucking big and it, it killed a couple of people, I remember. Yeah, and it's just what you can't, there's nothing you can do. You basically hope you don't get hit by the nader kind of thing. Now, yeah, and the people, man, people make a killing out here selling uh, storm shelters, which I'm sure they do there as well. But like, it's it's hard to find, um, obviously, you know, trailers, uh, mobile homes. They don't have them, but it's hard to find any house now around here that doesn't have some sort of storm shelter or like a reinforced room or closet or some some somewhere for people to go. And you guys I'll have, say, are basements common in Kentucky or no? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because I know it depends on where you are in the country or some places they just don't have basements. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of people that don't have basements will, will you know, bury, build, or have someone else, like, build a shelter. Um, just because it is, you know, decently common. Um, and, I, man, those guys are making out. They're making a fucking killing right now. Um, oh, after but, something uh, like that yeah oh yeah of course everyone that you know didn't have one's like well shit i guess we gotta get one now so but uh but yeah that's it's pretty common for people to have basements or, or some kind of room that they've reinforced and i'll tell you that's that's something else i, I just keyed it clicked in my head um so driving around after this tornado it was wild to me to see just how you know these houses are just gone down to the slabs but about every second or third house, you would see one like room still standing. And, and it was always in the middle of the house. And it, and, it, and it always appeared to either be a bathroom or a closet. So I'll say that if you take anything from it, if you ain't got a basement, you ain't got somewhere to go get in that bathroom or closet. Because those were the only rooms standing with, with houses just gone. I have in my house, there's not like i mean obviously i have a basement because i have the sex dungeon but yeah I, i'm on the fence right because it's like an old house and all that shit and i'm like how you know the fucking house falls down on you in the basement that's problematic too but th there's one room where i'm like i think this is a good place my wife's like no it's fucking stupid just go to the basement but i'm like it's right in the middle it's really enclosed there's no windows the basement's probably better though for being honest so I, you know, I will say to add on that we had, you know, we were getting calls of people that were literally trapped in their basements and their, uh, their water, you know, lines were getting broke. So their basements were flooding with them in it. And we, you know, people had to go dig them out and get them out before the basement flooded with them in it. Yeah. I mean, there's something always to it. I mean, there's, there's some exit points down here, you know, cause I obviously I, I think about it a little bit cause I'm like, well, what are we going to do if it actually happens? But uh, fun fact, this house was hit by a tornado 40 years ago, apparently. So that's neat. <laughs> what you got to think? I mean, it's like, you know what? I'm not going to even fucking talk about it. I'm not going to jinx myself. Moving on. Let's talk about Cox some more. Yeah. Because I now, love Cox. I mean, everybody loves Cox. <laughs> the Kentucky Fried Chicken. I Obviously, when I was <laughs> in Kentucky, I don't normally go to Kentucky Fried Chicken, but I'm like, I'm in fucking Kentucky. I have to go to Kentucky Fried Chicken. What what are the thoughts of a person from Kentucky on Kentucky Fried Chicken? I mean, is that good cock, or would you go somewhere else for cock? No, it's shit. I'd go to Chick Fil A any day. Over uh, KFC's dirty. 
Yeah, I can't. Just, it, I feel like it was better when I was little. I don't know why I thought that. I mean, the chicken littles were like really good. I liked those when I was little, but yeah, it's just gotten like, man, it's just. I I I do not eat at the KFC in town. I've lived here. I feel for, like KFC has gotten gross just to be gross, right? Like the the yeah. chicken sandwich where the chicken is the bun or whatever. Like, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> that's just out yeah. of control. I did have a, a Cheeto chicken thing though that I I did travel once. It was all right. A Cheeto chicken thing? Yeah, it was like had Cheeto dust as the breading or something weird. That's fucking weird. Yeah, I feel like KFC and Taco Bell really don't do anything for chicken. And Taco Bell really is like, that's not good Mexican food at all. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'll eat it Taco Bell because I'm a piece of shit. But it's really not that good. So if you, I would I would equate coming to Kentucky and eating KFC like going to louisiana or new orleans and eating popeyes which i like popeyes but that ain't where i'm eating whenever i go popeyes to chicken is the cheese knit. <laughs> popeyes chicken is fucking awesome oh <laughs> little nicky that's a such an underrated movie it's yeah bad, every time every every time i get popeyes i send my wife a gift of a uh, of of little nicky saying popeyes chicken is fucking awesome you know what's underrated since we're talking about cock oh what the hell is it wing stop not wing stop um well, Wingstop is good. It's definitely not underrated. Which, what's the one? No, maybe it is Wingstop. What's the one where you go in there and it has like all the airplane stop or airplane stuff in there? Yeah, it's Wingstop. Okay, Wingstop. I miss that shit because they were fucking awesome where I worked, and they would fucking hook you up. Yeah. And that was a treat, even though it was on the other side of the city. I made a point to try and go there every once in a while because it was a fucking treat. Oh, it's so good. So ours, I will not go in uniform, <laughs> but. Out of you that look like spit delicious yeah yeah pretty much exactly i want a large farva yeah <laughs> I, my favorite part of wings is the razor blade i'm gonna get that too it's, it's the best it really is yep yep yeah i'm with you on that but as far as like chicken restaurants you can't beat the lord's chicken dude you can't and i uh now this is kind of unrelated but i'm gonna bring it up when I was on patrol, you know, all those years ago, like a year ago, the main places I ate <laughs> many was, moons <laughs> is what many moons ago, many moons ago, many, many moons ago. Uh, the main places I ate, uh, I'd throw a firehouse in there. Firehouse is pretty good as far as subs go, even though it's a bunch of host draggers. But really, it was Chipotle and Chick fil A. And Chick fil A, I mean, you can't go wrong. I fucking. The chicken sandwich, oh. man, you can't like you cannot fucking go wrong. It's so fucking good. And the waffle fries and the sauce, it's it's great. You get extra pickles on your chicken sandwich, by the way. Thank me later. Oh yeah. Oh so, so I'll go to McDonald's we, and I'll get it like a McChicken there and I'll get fucking pickles on that and it's fucking good. Yeah, that's another place I won't eat while I'm working. But uh so we when we moved where we lived before, um Chick-fil-A was like a 50 minute drive for me. And now it's on my way to work, which oh, is a problem, yeah. which, which is a fucking problem. So like, I've probably, uh, like my wife would be like, gee, breakfast Chick-fil-A today. I was like, you're goddamn right. I did. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> I, Heisenberg in it. You're like, goddamn I got, right. I, you, I got that chicken biscuit with the half off. Fucking oh, right. Oh man. The morning breakfast shit is really good there too. I did want to talk about Chipotle though. So I went to the, the grand huge city of Omaha last week and 
we decided we we're going to get the old Chick-fil-A. Or not Chick-fil-A. Uh, it was on a Sunday. We, Chipotle. Chipotle. we got Chipotle. I want to know how I got away with eating that for so long because uh, I'm finally starting to feel better. It's Wednesday now, and we got it on Sunday. <laughs> I On Monday and Tuesday, I have not shit that much in my life. I mean, it was it was terrible. Don't get me wrong. Like the Chipotle hit the fucking spot. Like it was fucking orgasmic. I got it the yeah. same way I used to on patrol. And uh, I like to get a bowl and then uh, dip uh, chips in it. It's just the fuck. It's amazing. And I was so fucking sick and shitting my brains out. And I was like, <laughs> how did I do this? How did I fucking eat this and then go back on patrol? I guess your gut just kind of builds up a resistance to it. Yeah, I don't see. We actually don't have uh, Chipotle around here. Um, we have Qdoba. I don't know if y'all have that. It's yeah, kinda... Qdoba's like uh, Qdoba's okay. Yeah. Like me and my old partner, we get in like fights over it. But I, I think I think Chipotle is superior. But Qdoba's good. And and I and I agree. I, I've had Chipotle, and and I will say this: shout out uh, to Chipotle. I had a guy uh, that I work with. He went out of town. He was like two states over. And he and him and his family stopped at Chipotle, and uh, obviously he's off duty. Well, when he was getting his card out to pay, I guess his uh, like he t- he tells me he didn't mean to, but who the fuck knows? But his badge showed, and they're like, "Oh, we'll give you half off." And he was like, "I'm like, why?" And they're like, "Oh, because you're a cop." And he's like, "I'm not working." He said, "I'm I'm not." I don't even work anywhere around here. And they're like, "Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're a cop. You get half off. Here you go." So I mean, shout out to Chipotle on that, but. Oh, yeah, they're they're pretty good about taking care of cops. I will say that Chick-fil-A is kind of 50-50, or it was at the end, at least for no, me. I, I think no. it depends on where you are in the country, but I think one of the one that was close to me, they maybe the change managers, and they weren't so friendly anymore. So, like, mine will, um, depending on who you got. If you got someone new that, like, doesn't know that they have it, which nothing ruins my day more than going to Chick-fil-A and being like, oh yeah, this shit's about to cost three dollars. Be fucking delicious, and then it's like, all right, your total is eight dollars. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't have so- eight dollars. <laughs> fucking cop. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Which you know, that being said, you try not to be an asshole. I mean, it, you know, and you it, can't it's, be an asshole because if you're an asshole about it, then you're a piece of shit. Yeah, absolutely. Because you can't expect that that discount, but it's still like, oh man, <laughs> you know, like oh. I only have five dollars. <laughs> yeah, uh, let me go back to my car and look for some quarters under the seat. I, uh, my buddy promoted to detective, and you know we would still uh, try and meet. We used to have Chick Fil A Mondays, and we'd still try and meet when he wasn't busy doing detective things. And you know he'd walk in in his fucking polo, and you know he wouldn't get the discount, and I would, and that always made me feel happy. <laughs> I mean, that's secretly you, happy. That's what you get. That's what, what you get, get for you. promoting. You I mean, he was probably he's probably right though. If I would have promoted, it probably would have saved my career. But that's okay. I'm pretty happy. Uh, who wants to? Do, who wants to do that? Fuck that. I'm a street cop, um, man. I mean, I'm not a street cop because I left. But I I was pretty happy being a beat cop. I don't think I like the investigate, but I don't think detecting full time would have been for me. Man, I love it. I love working the road. It's uh, that's man, that's it, it, when you think of police work, the road is what you're thinking of. That is that is where you get you know the best stories and the see the coolest shit i mean it it is a front row ticket to the greatest show on earth i mean absolutely. it is and i get suspicious of people that come on and they're like oh yeah i'll do you know my two years on patrol and then i want to go do something else why the fuck yeah. are you here like and yeah i know that's you know there's some great detectives and you know great you know tiktokers out there i'm sure but 
I don't get why you'd fucking do that. Like, but you learn so much on the road. Like you gotta, you gotta get that and then take that. Like if you want to do something else, that's great, but put your time in like, like, uh, uh, wherever, you know, everywhere's different with their, uh, with being a sergeant, being a supervisor, like ain't, there ain't a person that's going to really respect a three-year sergeant like oh you worked the road for three years now you're sergeant like get the fuck out of here (laughs) a five-year sergeant yeah yeah i I think my agency it was five years and then you could test and if you're lateral yeah mine's five or something you know i don't know dude at five years i mean depending on where you work five years you don't know fucking shit i mean like i was a very confident cop at my eight and a half years but I knew I'm like, I cannot be a supervisor yet. There's still more for me to learn. And people are like, oh, yeah, why don't you, you know, you know, test for sergeant, which it, it sounded cool. But I was like, I'm not I'm not that dude. I know it's not. I mean, some people like that shit, but I it was hard for me to respect anybody that had less than, you know, six, seven, eight years on that promoted. One of one of my greatest supervisors um, still to this day had 18 years on the road not investigated like on the road 18 years before he promoted and he was the best sergeant i've I've ever had in my entire career those dudes are few and far between man i one of the senior guys that i knew he told me and this was long before any of this crazy shit happened we were were talking one day and he said i almost said my name on accident he said gary You can't do 20 years on patrol like I did. You can't do that shit anymore. Gary, you need to promote or do something else or you're going to burn out. I'm like, whatever, old man. And now look at me. I'm uh, staring at a Jameson bottle in my basement filled with police patches and police cars making a podcast. So you could be doing worse things. I mean, I could be. I could be jerking off why we did this because we've been talking about cocks. That'd be weird. (laughs) That would be weird. That was a weird direction to take this. (laughs) Now, speaking of weird directions to take it, and uh, speaking of all these good things, do you guys out in Kentucky, do they shit their pants? So, uh, I mean, I have, obviously, you know, I, I have. But you don't want to speak um, for the whole Commonwealth. You don't want to speak for the whole cock. Right. I can't. I mean, the guys that I've seen shit their pants normally do it after they've been tased or run or they're really high. So I don't, you know, I don't know about my friends. I, I will say I have shit my pants and I'm happy to share that story. Well, I'm, he- I'm here to hear the story. Let's tell the millions right. of people about this. So uh, it actually happened to me, and this is going to sound terrible, uh, at the academy. Oh, so, no. That was my biggest yeah. fear is getting tased and shitting my pants. Yeah. So we – it wasn't during that, thank God. So we are at the uh, – we were doing driver's training this week. So we're out, you know, on the track, and there is a, a, a huge, like – office wherever for the local pd that we're training at and uh they're like hey if you guys gotta pee you know just pee but if you got shit uh, grab one of these cars and just run up to the office tell them you know you gotta use the bathroom whatever so we're like all right so i uh i get done with drivers and it's same as everyone goes man i got the bubble guts like i'm feeling it like uh, something something ain't right but whatever well i'm i've had to piss taking a piss and I'm like, I'm just going to let this little fart out right now. And it, I just felt it It immediately knew like, Oh fuck. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) so like I had to, I, no one else knew. Um, I, I made it like a point and I'm like, uh, sir, can I use the car to go use the bathroom, sir? And he's like, 
sure. Here you go. Uh, the, you know, the car we had to drive up to the office and I'm like, all right. So if you can imagine as it was a big, wasn't it? It was actually. Um, so if you can imagine, I have like, where like my neck is on the headrest and my feet where the pedals are. And I'm like lifting myself up. So I don't sit in my own just shit, <laughs> try, try, <laughs> try, drive into this, to this station. And I walk in and I'm like, but can I use your bathroom? And she's like, yeah, sure. You know, wherever. And I went up there and still like, I wasn't a hundred percent, you know, when you think like, Man, I made a shit Sometimes you don't know, right? Especially yeah. on a hot day and it might just be yeah. moist. And I went in there and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so got cleaned up, went back, finished driver's training. That's the end of that. It was terrible. Sorry. That was the last time. We'll say that. It's the last time, but not, I mean, the last time, but not the last time. It could happen again. You know, I, you I'm not going to discount. There's been plenty of times where I've been close, but actually shitting my pants. That, that was the last time. I feel like in my attempts to normalize shitting your pants, I feel <laughs> that I'm starting to give people some poop anxiety. I, I get some messages sometimes where you're like, they're like, fuck you, man. Like, I feel like I'm going to shit my pants all the time. Like, I don't want to be a story in your podcast. Goddamn. <laughs> I'm very sorry for that. But, be, you know, it's okay. You know, if pooping your pants is cool. Then I'm Miles Davis, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Billy Madison. Now, uh, you're full of fucking Kentuckyisms. Do you have a word of the day for the folks out there that will bring them joy? Which, fuck, I didn't put the goddamn Ireland cops word of the day in my description. I failed. Oh, failed. Oh, man. Um, it's a good word, too. So. Man, I'll, I'll be honest, like, I've, I've been listening to podcasts for a little bit. Um, but uh, I, and, and everyone I've thought of has already been used, so it's been tough for me. But uh, I actually have, have two. I, I'm good if, with if two. I, I like two at once is my favorite. Right. So uh, the first one's going to be uh, advantageous. Oh, I so like that. That's very advantageous I, of you. Especially right. to pick two words. Yeah, I like that. And, and and the other one uh, is implore. So my thing is, I I really like when people try to. Uh, so I, I anyone I've FTO'd will ever tell you, I love call it the, what we call college words. I love using big words in reports when I'm on the stand, when I'm on the radio, whatever. And especially when I'm dealing with turds and they're trying to be a smart ass. Um, an employer comes from a guy where I stopped him for speed and he's doing like 80 in a 45 work zone. And, uh, he was like, well, well, I, you know, I, I didn't know, I didn't see none of the signs. And I'm like, well, you passed five of them telling you, and all these orange traffic cones and these flashing fucking lights. I didn't say fucking, cause that would be, you that know, would be unprofessional. unprofessional. You're not that Absolutely. Guy. Right. Anymore. Um, but uh, but he was like, well, I just may have to turn around and go back and look at him. I was like, you know what, sir? I implore you to do that. So <laughs> <laughs> he was it, I, and it. And it was kind of funny because he looked at me like, I don't know what that word means, but I'm still angry. Um, and the other one is that, you know, advantageous, obviously, is, uh, you know, just use that in your everyday uh vocabulary of it's well i don't like 
you'll ask people be like, well, I, I don't, I think I'm just going to go over there and punch them in the face. Well, I, I don't believe that would be very advantageous for you. And again, they look at you like, well, I don't know what that word means, but I'm still mad. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's good, man. Good shit. You know, I, I failed for a long time before we get to your, uh, your words of wisdom for everybody, but I, I failed to, you know, poking the bear or swatting at the hornet's nets for a little while. What do you think about uh, cops that have OnlyFans? Do you think that's an acceptable thing? So here's the thing. It's a double-edged sword. And I don't, I don't, if, 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 how do I put this? You're a public figure if you're a police officer. No matter where you're at or what you believe, you are one. You're out seeing the public. You're representing your your agency, your department, whatever. People know your face. They know your name. Obviously, they you know if they see you on an OnlyFans, they're going to know that you. They're going to know what you do. If especially if you've had dealings with them and you work for a while, so that's going to look bad on that department. On the other end of that, it's not illegal. It doesn't hurt anybody. It uh, it uh, hurts my bank know, account. What, well, you know, not my, you know, I've never been into the OnlyFans thing. I, Here's I, the thing. I, I, if you're an I'll idiot if you pay for porn. If you pay it, for porn, yeah, I, I don't it, even it, get that. I want somebody on the podcast that pays. I want to know, think, like, what's the thought process? Think think about, think about, I mean, there, it's the internet, man. You can see anything you want to. Why the fuck would you pay for this one person? But, but anyway, on the other side of that, what's to say that that's any different than a side hustle from, from a, a, a lawn mowing game or, or, you know, whatever the fuck you're doing to make extra cash. And, and wait, did you just compare mowing lawns to jerking off in front of a camera? Come on. No, 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 not, not jerking off. But I mean, you know, if you're just taking pictures of yourself, like, like, can you tell me factually, what's the difference in income between the two that has any difference with, with what they're doing? Does it affect their job ability at all or their stance in the community? Yes. Well, it can. Yes. So yes. that's why I said, it, you know, it's a double-edged sword. I, I don't, I'm not going to do it. Not my thing. Are you sure? I you don't are get handsome, it. man. Well, you know, I try. I do. Here's it's my the thing. Accent. It's my, it is the <laughs> accent. My, my, my desires, uh, my desires, that's a weird way to put it. But as I said yeah. earlier, I leave people alone, right? Like I'm a big <laughs> believer in leave people alone. So there's kind of this conflict where, you know, it's the conflict I have of my desire to see people naked and for people to do whatever the fuck they want you know, yeah. against this, like, well, hold on a second. You are a professional. You're supposed to, you know, set the standard for your community. Right. And it's not necessarily like a nudity thing, right? We're like, I've gone on rants about like, you know, we don't show tits on TV. Like I'm telling you right now, like we show brains being blown out. What's worse for a kid? You know, if my 12-year-old walks in on some fucking, you know, lady walking topless on a TV, what's going to have a more negative effect on his life? A pair of tits or somebody's head getting blown off, right? Like, it, it's insane right. to me that it's even an issue. Right. But I'd, I think I'm just like, you're in uniform and you're a professional and it's just, okay. And no, honestly, like it, it's a respect thing too, right? Where like, it's like the TikTok thing, right? I, I the TikTok thing to me is very, it's about me. Like, it's a very oh me, God. me thing. TikTok cops are the, the fucking cringe. Yeah, people hate TikTok cops 
worse than the OnlyFans thing. And I pulled it like, and this is like obviously not scientific, but you know, if I do any a poll on Instagram about TikTok, people are like, "Fuck them." But then, you know, if I the OnlyFans thing, it was like 50-50. and I was like, I couldn't believe it. But so people just look I, at it differently. Something I found out um, in my area, really, the the TikTok cops, tick <laughs> tip top. It's hard to say, isn't it? TikTok cops, hip hop, hip hop anonymous. Oh, I called them tip top cocks first. So, TikTok cops uh, around my area aren't really fucking cops around here. The ones that we've seen are like uh, uh, jail bailiffs or uh, court bailiffs or or fucking constables or reserve deputies these these guys aren't even on a payroll anywhere and if they are they're at the bottom of the totem pole and there's the same guy saying well i fight the demons at night that you feel like no the fuck you don't dude you guard the courthouse from 7 30 to 3 30 you don't do shit like and that's what i found interesting out. time in our society it like really the, the, these the people would never have a platform need, before right no, and the constant need for validation and acceptance and, 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 and the, the, the just general want to want to belong to this community is like, dude, why don't you actually be a fucking cop and see it? And then you'll be like, oh, shit, I don't want anybody to know I'm one. I mean, hell, I, this is going to die me out. But I, <laughs> I tell everybody, if, if, like, if you and I meet and you ask me, like, hey, man, what do you do for work? I'm a goddamn postal inspector. <laughs> yeah i like, you know I you work for the you city i mean why do you think there, why but... do you why do you think i'm anonymous because i want to be able no, to do I... the job again right yeah. you know no, I've, I've taken this i've taken this weird career path and i think people could honestly point the finger at me and be like well you're kind of an attention whore too eh, maybe yeah i mean but I'll, I'll, but, but i can but bite I mean, on that a little bit i can see where people i mean you know everybody wants to feel good about you're themselves. not you're not using your own name you, you ain't i mean you ain't you ain't got a picture of yourself. You, not you're not yet. like, hey, hey, look at me, look at me. I mean, that's that's what you're looking at with these TikTok cops. Yeah, the, the one that's top cops. It's, it's all about look at me, look at me, look at you know, look at how cool I am because I'm the police. Like it, the one that cracks me up is the ones where they're dancing and then they snap and then they're in uniform. Like, go oh, fuck yeah. yourself. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's what? what they're doing. Is they're essentially fucking themselves. Ooh, you're a police officer. That's cool. <laughs> no, I really here's an open invitation right now. I want a cop that's on TikTok. And I, I won't be, I mean, I will be an asshole to you, but I'll I will have an honest conversation with you. I want to hear from an actual TikTok cock. Cop. Cock <laughs> cop. If you're a TikToker and you fucking get on there and put videos, I there's one dude I, I was actually gonna hit up because he might do it. I, I, I got fucking forgot his name, but he, he's on Instagram. I'll try and find him. Um, cause I, I would just be really curious, you know, what, what, what kind of goes behind that because, and I, I don't want to go fucking too far in the left field, but like, look at like no, the people good. that got popular, you know, two or three years ago, a longer than that now, like five, six years ago, uh, Mike, the cock, um, officer Daniels, uh, Hey, rest, rest, rest in peace. Sorry. Rest in power to vine. Right. Oh yeah, but Vine was good. Like Vine was really funny. (laughs) Officer Daniels, (laughs) Daniels, all those dudes. Like Vine, the Vine shit was fucking gold, right? But then, 
I, and I don't know why. I don't know why the the TikTok and the reels, like, I'm just totally fucking turned off from it. And I don't know if it's just the attitude and, like, the generation of people that are doing it. Maybe I don't, well, I don't connect I, with them more. I mean, it's kind of – some of it's the same stuff. I mean, the comedy stuff I, I have but, less but, of a problem with, but it's just not as good. That's what I was going to say. That, 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 that is my caveat to it. The, the comedy stuff that we can all relate to and get a laugh for, I, I'm all for it, man. But the look at me, oh, look how cool I am. Oh, I, I hit my red light in my car. Look how fucking tactical I am. Like, no, get the fuck out of here, dude. You know, the ones I hate the most are the, the lipping ones where it's, you know, some character, it's something from a movie. And then people, oh, yeah. even, I God, I hate that. Like, even if they're trying to be funny, like if you're going to the dancing, the dancing. Oh yeah. The like, dancing, yeah. Obviously. The dancing challenge ones. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're going to do something, do it. That's like original, right? Don't yeah. like, I fuck. I hate the copying of all this shit. It's so stupid. Like that um, being said, I'm, I'm all about humanizing the badge, but like, that's don't, not even you know, badge, that, 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 then it, that ain't the way to do it. You're, you're making a mockery of what, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, you know, I, I haven't used my fancy, dancy soundboard this whole podcast, but you had I'm kind of I'm kind of offended, but I'm sorry, man. I sometimes I forget that it's here. But the, when you do these fucking things on TikTok, you're not humanizing the badge. You know what it really is? It's fucking it's embarrassing. Fucking embarrassing. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> By the way, are you are you little kenny guy? Yeah. Yeah. Did my wife doesn't like it, but oh, yeah, my wife hates it, too. Did you see the new one they put out for uh, Women's Day, the International Women's Day? They put no, out like I a special it. episode that just came out. I actually like just started getting into it. Um, okay. So like I'm on like the first season. Uh, I've I've started the second, but that's all. Like, okay. All right. All right. Well, if anybody's out there, they may not know it hit Hulu. I had to tell some of my friends. Yeah, uh, that's like actually a... why I started watching it is because it got on Hulu. Okay, yeah, and probably because me fucking they owe me money, man. I've got so many people into Letter Kenny, but <laughs> the uh, the the new episode they put out, like the special episode after the season, is one of the funniest episodes I think they've ever had. So I check it out. We'll tell you, like from that, I've I've made the reference. So wish you weren't so fucking awkward, bud. Like to the point of my wife now does it, and she doesn't even watch it. <laughs> my my old partner, who I know will listen to this down the line, he. I'd, I'd find something on the internet and then I'd fucking repeat it for a week. Like, and he would be like, dude, stop. And then by the end of the week, he would be fucking doing it too. And it was a thing. Uh, Shark Puppet. I don't know if you've ever seen Shark Puppet. It's really fucking yeah. stupid. But, you know, we'd be in the car and I'd be like, yeah. You know, we'd run <laughs> yeah. to that call. Yeah. Jeez. So, <laughs> uh, this is, this, this may die me out. You can keep it in. I don't, I don't care. But like, I, I am what has been referred to as like the king of references. For some reason, I couldn't remember shit in college. But if you show me a meme, a Vine, a TikTok, whatever, I'm going to quote the, or a movie, I'm going to quote the fuck out of it. And in just terrible situations to the point of people be like, what are you fucking talking about? And I'd be like, don't you remember in that scene where he said this? And they'd be like, oh, yeah, like <laughs> it's terrible. Were you going to tell a story or are you just going to stop right there and be awkward? I'm going to stop right there and be awkward because I just found $5. What the fuck, man? I thought we were going to get a shark puppet story. And he's like, <laughs> no. Uh, so like the, uh, the one I do now uh, is uh, 
that oh fuck, what is his name? It's like Harry something on TikTok. And people will be like What Tarnation? Yeah, we'll be on a con. I'll be like, what? <laughs> dude, that <laughs> dude time. fucking that is like one of the guys. I don't I don't follow him on TikTok, obviously. My brother got me into him, so I watch him on I follow him on Instagram. I actually bought his shirt that says uh Mike Sands. Yeah. That All dude right, Mike uh, Sands. Did you see the crossover video with him and that Justin? Oh guy? yeah. I, dude, showed I was crying, man. Like, it was That's so funny. Awesome. The crossover like, we didn't know we needed. Oh, yeah. That was it. Yeah. yeah, I actually hey. I hit that dude up on Instagram and it was I was like that guy could be interesting to have on a podcast, not a law enforcement one, uh, just to see. Like I didn't know anything about him. I was like maybe this dude's cool, and he never responded. So yeah, he, I will be me up. Like my dispatch will be giving me a call over the phone and be telling it to me. If it's weird, I'll be like, what? <laughs> Makes sense. I too All like to right. get in a domestic every once in a while. I yeah. Uh, yeah, we, uh, I, it's a good tell, thing I I don't have that. My my buddy would be fucking killing me. So I'll tell you, um, I uh, so I said don't dip your pen in the company, but I actually met my wife. Uh, she was a dispatcher, but for another agency doesn't count. Thank you. Doesn't count. Uh, anyway, um, but she will tell me of a story of a call that she got of a domestic where the uh. Male actually, she calls nine one one. She's like, "Ah, he hit me with a pork chop." This man took a pork chop and threw it at her, hit her right square in the face. (laughs) Like, like, all right, makes sense. I like to throw my pork chops at women (laughs) every once in a while. Yeah, that. If anybody knows that dude, fucking tell him to respond to my message. I'd like to talk to him because he's fucking funny. Yeah, he is. Cracks me up. Although I think he's a. I don't. I don't follow him a ton, but he, he's a weeb, isn't he? Like that, a strong Texan. All right, all, all right like Colorado is what? A, I don't know what a weeb is. Oh, a weeb is a one of those dorks in the anime. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he like does a uh, Twitch streams and stuff like. It's from what I know about him. Yeah, he's, <laughs> from, I mean, my, from from our uh, mate from our huge interaction via me watching his TikToks. That's about it. I, I will say that the uh, the character, the Texas dad character, fucking cracks me up, man. I I, I live for those videos. It, it makes me happy. So the the raping my car, that, like it never gets old. <laughs> what? I'm raping my car. What? I, what? I think the, the one that I probably laughed the hardest at was the ranch dipping one. That one fucking cracked me. Up. Oh yeah, that's yeah, good shit. Well, buddy, I think we've kind of come to the conclusion of this uh, podcast. Now, every once in a while, I like to add. <laughs> That was bad. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. I like like to ask people if they have any imparting words of wisdom for the millions of people that will listen to the podcast. Man, talk to your buddies, man. That's the biggest thing I got. I know you may be like, like like we talked about earlier, man, be like, oh, you know, I don't want to see whatever. Talk to your friends. Talk to the people that care about you. Talk to people you care about. Let them know what's going on with you because uh those those people will have your back for sure and they'll sit there and talk they'll you know they'll work it through stuff um also be courteous uh you know don't call everybody a motherfucker you can tell them to fucking do something when they need it don't call them motherfucker and uh for all the new guys out there just remember the uh three b's that'll get you in trouble in police work 
bitches, booze, and bills. You know that, you know. Yep, that's makes sense. (laughs) Makes sense. All right, (laughs) that makes a lot of sense. There, I could see why a rookie would want to avoid those type of things. That's it. That's it. So, yeah, I I was gonna throw in the old. Oh, fuck, I forgot, so never mind. What did you say right before the three Bs? The courtesy, you know. Oh, not everyone needs to be called motherfucker, but. Yeah, the courtesy thing I wanted to jump into. Where was the video out of where, like, it was right before an OIS where the guy did the old school freeze, motherfucker? Oh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Man, I watched one uh, the other day, and and guy was running behind another one. He's like, you better stop or I'm going to fucking shoot you. And the guy, like, wasn't did like <laughs> i don't know but he didn't like really have a reason to shoot him and i was like he can't yell that <laughs> that that ain't <laughs> i'd keep running too if he yelled that to me <laughs> yeah you probably don't yell that you're gonna shoot somebody unless you have a, a legally yeah reason to shoot him that tennessee could, that versus garner bad. you know yeah what I'm there's your case law lesson for the podcast all that's right it. well uh i guess that wraps up this Another uh, edition of the Very Poorly Made Police Memes podcast. You, you ain't even going to ask me about the favorite car? I feel offended. Holy fuck. I fell apart, dude. I am I am a piece of shit. Good, sir. What is your favorite <laughs> patrol car? 2009 Crown Vic Honeycomb. Yeah! Sorry, I get a little you excited. And, and for all those like, oh, I like the Explorer. I like the Tahoe. I've driven an Explorer. I ain't got the Tahoe yet, but I've had uh, Chargers, you know, whatever. Chargers great, but nothing even compares to that 2009 Crown Vic that I got that came with 164,000 miles that I could drive through a minefield. There's just something fucking glorious. I mean, like, my Vic is literally falling apart at the seams, and it just fucking goes, man. It just goes. I, uh, I, uh. When I was on FTR, I'll tell you a funny Crown Vic story. I can't believe I time. forgot to ask. Oh, I have fucking time. I can't believe I forgot okay. to ask you. I'm such a dickhead. Yeah, so, all right. What's your good Crown Vic story? So, Crown Vic story. I'm on FTO. This is literally my third week in FTO, and we are driving down an interstate, and I'm in my Crown Vic. And I shit you not, driving down the interstate, my, my front passenger uh, headlight just comes out, just, just gone goes down the interstate and the guy if my fto looks at me looks at the road looks at me and he said you know if i wasn't with you there ain't a soul in this world that would have believed that that happened so i uh i was like oh jesus you know i'm like three weeks out i'm like i'm gonna be in trouble i'm fucked i messed up my car whatever i call uh our local garage shop and i'm like do y'all have a headlight for a crown fit you know i'm like wait so you're shit. freaking out about a headlight and it just oh went out? Uh, uh, yeah it just flew out because they're like ain't no one gonna believe you and they thought oh know. so it like when you say flew out it like came to lodge like driving down the road like i didn't i thought it, like the like, bulb went out no the whole assembly just holy shit just okay shoot down the interstate <laughs> go on good <laughs> sir so uh, I call a shop and I'm like, do y'all have any headlights for Crown Vic? You know, whatever. And they're like, well, we don't have like any by themselves, but we have about four down here that y'all have wrecked. So you can come down and take a headlight from one of them and put it in. So I was able to go down there, 
uh, snatch one, just take it out, pop it back in, <laughs> and we're good to go. So the Crown Vicks were, were great because something happened. You just go to a shop where everyone had a Crown Vic, pick whatever part you wanted off of it, fix it, you're good to go. You take that thing through, through anywhere. Yeah, I man. I mean, other than it flying out, it's totally fucking reliable. Me and my my good buddy, my detective friend, we had a long phone conversation the other day, which, you know, of all the things we could talk about, we we were talking about Crown Vicks. And, you know, he's like, you know, is it the fastest car? No. I And I was like, fuck you. And he's like, no, but hear me out. It's it's like a tank. Like, it just it goes. It just goes. Yeah. It's easy to work on. It's easy to repair. Allegedly, I've heard of stories where dudes have, may or may not have hit something. And they would go to the car graveyard and they would pick pieces off the car. You know, that's so place. weird. I've, I mean, I've heard allegedly. similar stories of that exact thing allegedly happening multiple times. But you can't do that with the new cars, man. It's it's a Vic thing. No, you fucking blow on them and the front bumper comes off and you got to order a five grand bumper. <laughs> I need to do I need to do like uh, some memes, like just crown Vic things and put it in like girly letters and stuff. <laughs> like uh the live laugh love live laugh shit oh i could sell a t-shirt that says live laugh vic there you go i don't know if anybody would buy Mike it but i think Sands. it's fucking hilarious Mike oh, all right i too like a crown vic ever once in a while holy shit now you're gonna get me fucking started my wife's gonna kill me what what donation <laughs> all right let's take two on this all right well now we really should probably end the podcast because it's uh it's late i can't believe i fucking forgot that but if you want to support the podcast a couple ways you can do it click the link at the end of the podcast gives me a little bit of change every month uh what did you what did you tell me Uh, a little jingle in my pocket a little jingle in your pocket a little jingle in my pocket and uh helps things kind of go for me and keeps me from getting a real job and it doesn't cost you 97 dollars, and i give you free advice Put your credit card information in and helps me out. And then buy some t-shirts. Uh, maybe maybe after this podcast, I'll make a limited edition Live Laugh Vic shirt. It could be it could be great, you know. Instead of people putting in their living rooms like home or thankful, they're gonna put Live Laugh Vic. I like it. And then uh yeah, buy some t-shirts, all that good shit. And then of course take care of the fine sponsors of the podcast, because without them, I really would have to go get a real job. And no one wants that because I don't know why you don't. Apparently, I'm okay at this. But go buy some shit. Take care of the sponsors. Let them know I sent you. With that said, uh, remember, tornadoes suck. And it's all bullshit. With laughing. And remember, I love most people. Bye-bye.